0: All right, so here we are, episode uh, twenty-four, Cutler Cast. We have a special, special guest. I mean, this is someone we talk about all the time on the yeah. podcast, anyway. But Milos Sarsev, what's happening, man?
1: Yeah, Jay, thank you for inviting me, Matt. Also, I am dying to be on this uh, podcast. I mean, I'm dying to talk to you. I know you since '96, basically. First time I've seen you. I don't know if you even remember. Uh, you were training in uh, Venice Golds, and uh, you know everybody's talking about this kid. And you know I looked at it and. Um, let me tell you, I mean I'm honest as you know. I said like, okay, you know, it's good, great, but you know, I don't think in the nineties with uh, uh Kevin and Sean and, yeah, yeah. and Flex and uh Nasser and everybody else, like, okay, it's not gonna really leave the impact.
0: Well, you I mean your ego where well, you were still competing then, you know what I mean? Yeah. You were you were considered a front front guy and uh I had a great haircut, though, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. You know, but
1: but you see, uh, sometimes you see some uh, guys, their potentials, but you don't really, you know, say, okay, he can be Mr. Olympia. So at that time, if somebody would tell me, this guy is going to be Mr. Olympia, I would say, no way. You know, th- this is how I saw it. But then when you start developing, right, and especially as we talk about 2001, when you stood on that stage right next to Ronnie Coleman, and I said, instantly, first, second, Jay won the show. And this is when you came up to the eighth place in two thousand, right? And yeah. then ninety nine, can I say you were like fifteen 16, out of 15 sixteen? 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not have What you
2: were well you were ninety nine, you were tenth. Yeah I, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, so that means that means you're better than Jay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I tell this to my daughter every <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, your
0: daughter was my biggest, the biggest fan. Was, yes. Yeah, yeah. So listen, you beat me. We're gonna cut this straight <laughs> no, off. Milos <straight laughs> <on. laughs> has beat me four times on a competitive no, stage. Three out of four. Oh, okay. So yeah, Olympia '99. Yeah,
1: the Nether Champions '98. Your pro debut.
0: Yes. Yes. I thought we tied, bro. We tied. (laughs) Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We were (laughs) 11th. We were
1: 11th. It was... uh Highs and lows, we had the same amount of points, but the uh, highs and lows, you know, gives the favor to one guy. So I'm, I was officially, you know, in front of him.
2: <laughs> so he got an extra win by default. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> I don't care if there's the same amount of points, you know, that they gave it to me. So Listen,
2: that- we were both pissed that we got 11th, right?
0: It was my debut. Yeah, yeah. You were definitely pissed you got 11th. So yeah,
1: I was uh, not uh, too happy, right? But I tell you, 98. Because in 97 was, I think, my best year. And uh, I won Canada and went to the Champions and, and played second, close second to uh, Chris Cormier. You know, it could go either way, really. I, I, th- I thought that was my best. So in 98, my wife was pregnant, and uh, due date was the Champions. So I didn't sign the contracts. Back then, you remember, you have yeah, to you sign the contracts. Trouble, yeah. Yeah, and then if you don't, you, you get, get find, in trouble. Yeah. So, so I said, I didn't. And then uh, uh, my wife was uh, two and a half weeks uh, early. So oh. Okay, and then like in three days from that day, there was a San Francisco pro. I didn't really train for the contest, and I I didn't even plan it, right? But you're always in shape. I mean, I was in decent shape. So I decided to enter uh, San Francisco, and I was top five. And then I went to uh, uh, Canada, and I I think I was uh, seventh there. And then I went to uh, another Yeah, And that was the time when they had the diuretic testing, and... um, so we experimented with different things. At that show, I, I wanted to try these plasma expanders and, uh, and Manitol, yeah, the yeah. osmotic diuretic. And it was one of those things like you look at yourself in the mirror like one hour before the show. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, right? And then you go backstage and you take the clothes off and say, what that the happened, hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah th- this is how it was. So I didn't like that. But then, 98, uh, uh, Olympia, I entered and uh, uh, I was 11th. Uh, but there was just not enough time, and there was uh, a lot of things. I lost the Metrix contract, and then Weeder gave me, like, half of what I was making with the uh, Metrix, so it was kind of stressful. In 99, Ironman, I know that you were going in, and uh, Chris Cormier, yeah. and Lee Priest, and Gunter, you know, Darren Charles, like, lineup was crazy, so I said, I have to make a difference. So I blew myself up, as you know, my yeah, insulin yeah. protocols and everything, you know, because uh Ironman lights favor full guys oh, for, for yeah. yeah so you came ripped to the bone yeah. and uh condition wise you out condition all of us gunter was also good yeah if if you structure remember structure was a little limited right yeah 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 structure yeah he he's uh yeah he's a big guy and uh, he's another guy that i would say i would never think that he can uh, win the olympia with uh, his structure but then he came close but at that show i remember after the uh Finals, Chris uh, Cedar came. Uh, we were there together. He goes, you two guys are most underrated uh, bodybuilders. Uh, I remember the, him saying this very well. Meaning who? You and you I? You and I, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And that's coming from Chris. Obviously, Chris was working with you. And uh, then we went to um, Arnold, Claps- Arnold Classic, right? and he beat me there, <laughs> probably by a point.
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much. I think I <laughs> so. Was he's one f- point away from the. Influence. I was fourth.
2: fourth.
1: Yeah, no, no. So no, back, uh, what,
0: what, what was cool back then? We qualified, and we'll talk a little bit about yeah. the difference. Um, qualification was top five, right? I think top three at the Ironman and then uh, top 10 at the Olympia. Yes. So that allotted us and it was kind of a breather for a lot of us because the contracts relied on it, right? Yes, big time. Especially if you're a weeder contract. I don't know about you, but I didn't sign a multi-year weeder deal. I was year to year.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I I don't know. You are most marketable guy, so you could do that. You can afford these kind of things because you can negotiate uh, better contracts. Uh, we didn't have that commodity. I, I, I was looking for a long-time contract, yeah. And then, you know, pretty much you accept something that is not great but decent, that uh, you can live. You know, because, uh, you know, I, I jump in to, to tell you my, my story. Uh, when I was coming back from uh, Serbia, I actually, uh, I have those journals, famous journals, you mm. know, those handwritten journals. On the first, in 1987, I wrote a five-year plan I'm going to come to the United States, which was almost impossible from uh, Yugoslavia at the time, a socialist country with communist government, you know, to get the visa for America. It was like a dream about it. But so I I want to come to America. I want to win Mr. Universe. I want to uh, turn professional. I want to compete in Olympia. I want to make a living off of bodybuilding in a five-year plan. This is it. So my goal was that, but when I told this to people in my country, they were laughing like, "What are mm-hmm. you gonna do? Come to America and and." <laughs>
2: what was it? What was it like growing up in in Serbia mm. back then? Because they were still part of the USSR then at that
1: time. No, no, yes, no, they're different, but oh. it's similar. I mean, we okay. we had a communistic party, you know, okay. as a, as a ruling uh, governor, so uh, super strict, super restricted, and you know. Uh, when the economy is bad and uh, when you can make hardly to uh, make ends meet, obviously you don't have a commodity of doing anything else. So how I got uh, introduced to bodybuilding, right? My father put me in a uh, judo. Uh, first, uh, first was actually karate. But then uh, uh, after two years, I realized karate was not an uh, Olympic sport. So I said, okay, you know, I want to represent my country. I want to go to and I'm going to go to judo. So I went to judo. Which I trained for eight years, uh, there was uh, some weightlifting. And, and then one day I seen some magazine, right? There was no magazines in Serbia <laughs> at that time. I said, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like, oh my God. I mean, really, there was moments and say, a human body can look like that? Mm. I mean, this is 80s, right? Uh, actually, sorry, that's 70s now, 70s. And it's like, oh my God, th- this, this is possible. And then I look at S- Sergio Bray and uh, Frank Zane. All and the year at this time. I was a teenager, you know, 13, 14, yeah. But, I, you know, f- actually, uh, it was already 16, 17. But the second I seen this one, I was like, oh, my God, instantly, I want to look like that. You know, that was like awakening. Oh, a human body can actually look like that? And I'm sure that many people back then, especially in my country, they, they didn't even think about it. But where are you going to train, you know, so there's no gyms, there's nothing... So we make up uh, like uh, concrete plates, and and didn't have a bench, you just put the board <laughs> on some bricks. And uh, I mean, this is how we train. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I had a specific goal. I, I don't know why. I mean, uh, right now when um, I look back, I never doubted for one second that I'm going to achieve that. <laughs> See, I I never put the plan. I'm going to win Mr. Olympia. That's why I I really. You know, greatly admire you. Uh, I have no idea what it feels like to actually be the best in the world. Maybe I set my goals kind of short, you know, because I would just want to be one of the guys and qualify for Olympia. And as you say about this qualification thing, besides Sean Ray, I'm the only one that uh, qualified for every Olympia in the 90s. Every single Olympia I qualified. I didn't. Compete uh ninety-five and ninety-six because I chose not to, you know, because they were going for uh, mass monsters, and it's like, oh, I said like, I would rather go to Europe and make a uh, guest posing money. I could I could make uh, you know pretty well instead of competing and maybe placing tenth 10, and and being what ten oh, thousand dollars. Back then it was five thousand. So uh, yeah, the the thing is, I did very much believe I'm going to accomplish all that, but I never really put that the goal of winning Olympia. But yeah. For you to maybe understand it, I had a $428.10 in my pocket. Coming to America, I didn't speak English. <laughs> whatsoever, right? And uh, as I competed in this different federation, WPF, AAU, uh, I was in European Championship in uh, Italy, and uh, uh, president of Federation say, so, oh, my God, you know, here is an invitation for the Miss Universe in Tucson, Arizona. Carlos Rodriguez, he was a promoter. He used to be IBB, Olympic competitor. So I so, said, oh, this is great. With this invitation, I went to actually uh, embassy and I got the visa. Like, oh, my God, I got a visa. Now I have to buy the ticket. I can ask my parents, you know, for, for that, that they would never approve it. Yeah. So I so, said, okay. But there was a one contest, 87, uh, in uh, Yugoslavia, that the winner supposed to get uh, $1,100 equivalent in uh, Serbian money. So I went to that show. And I'm Serbian, right? And uh, then you have a Bosnian, Croatian, uh, competitors. Uh, There was uh, five judges, three Serbians, and Croatian and Slovenia. Croatia and Slovenia gave me the overall victory, and all three Serbians uh, voted against me, so I didn't win. <laughs> so It's like, oh man! So now I I can't buy a ticket, you know, to to uh, U.S. But then this Croatian and uh, and um, uh, Slovenian promoters they invite me for guest posings, for you know some r- pictures with the ma- with the uh, uh, weights, and um, I made enough money just to buy the ticket. And that's, uh, my father was now a psychiatrist. My mother is a general practitioner. So they want me, of course, to be uh, academic like them. So they, I didn't finish my uh, university. So, so I like, said, no, you, you can't go. I said, I want to go. This is once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. No, no, you can't go. You know, we're not going to give you money. So I said, here is, first, you're not going to get the visa. So I showed them a passport. And then you're not going to, how are you going to buy a ticket? I already bought it. <laughs> you know, so I, th- that was that was major thing for them. But I said, "Okay, my father was. I see you in a week. Like, what I'm gonna do there? I had a 428 dollars, right? And in Europe, a promoter paid for my hotel and everything. So I was kind of expecting in in America too. But no, you know, I came there and uh, basically two nights. It was 200 something dollars. So now I'm like down to 200, and I'm supposed to make a living. But uh, When I was in that European Championship, I couldn't afford the flight. I was on a boat from Italy back to uh, uh, Serbia. Bari in uh, Italy and Bar is in Serbia, in Montenegro actually. So on the way back, I couldn't afford a cabin. So I was just uh, (laughs) on the top and there was two beautiful girls, right? You know, unreal. And they were both seasick, puking, like <laughs> they couldn't even, you know, get the hold of them. So, so I went there just to, you know, help. I don't speak English or nothing. So as I was hanging out with them a little bit, you know, until they, they got better, in the morning they came out of the cabin and said, where are you going? So they were going to Dubrovnik, you know, in Croatia. So I so said, okay, uh, I'll go with them. And they basically gave me the address, if you ever come to the United States, they're in San Diego. So as a matter of fact, I came to the United States, but now I'm in Phoenix. So I just flew to uh, San Diego and called them. And um, there it is. They really helped me. uh, Really? That's how it happened, yeah.
2: And we were talking about earlier? There's always an element of luck to every story. It is. (laughs) Every story.
1: So speaking no English, not knowing anybody, okay, which uh, (laughs) I didn't realize at the time, those two were in Europe on their bachelorette Trips because before they get married, right? You know, but uh, they they did actually help me and uh, they let me stay with them and uh, I even got the job. I mean, uh, put it this way: when you speak no English, Tarzan English, you know, count to ten. I love you. Fuck you. Excuse my language. I mean, <laughs> this is this is extent of my knowledge. And say, okay, there is a gym. There was Jacqueline Lane's at Midway Drive in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Just go there for interview. I said, okay, what I'm gonna do in uh, an interview? But I was 23 years old, right? And uh, in uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Universe shape, and uh, of course there was some cougar <laughs> manager. You mm-hmm. know, that as soon as she saw me, she was just blabbing all that, all the thing that I was doing is yes, 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 yes. I didn't even know <laughs> what the hell she was. Yeah. Doing. So girl that was with me, she goes, okay, you got the job. Monday you start working. So i didn't have a permission to work it's so, okay give me social security number and was like i Nothing, don't have yeah. it so i used the social security number of that girl yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> you know, hey yeah. this is a long time ago though it's you have to survive yeah but the problem was that uh, uh, you don't get the paycheck uh, uh, uh until two weeks later yeah and i literally ran out of money so my diet was starvation i mean yeah. and uh, i i'm going to be even bold enough to, to say the truth uh my father raised me of course never steal never uh, lie and, and uh, be honest and giving and good person right but one time i overheard him the hungry person that steals the food is not a thief it's justified you know okay so i would go <laughs> so i would go you're to the <laughs> you're <Yeah. It's> a criminal yeah so confession uh, so I would go to a supermarket, right? And as you're going through the you know, aisles, and this is, I would get the muffins, and I would literally inhale them. Uh, you can't even <laughs> enjoy them and chew them slowly. I would just inhale them. Th- this is how I survived.
2: You so know, you just walked up down the aisle? Yeah, down the aisle. And and aisle you you
1: know. Of course, you know, you know, when you're not that kind of person, you're embarrassed as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, necessity is mother of all inventions, all right? Yeah. That, that, was, uh, that was a must for me. But I, I did get the job, and uh, I imag- uh, so uh, minimum uh, rate was three twenty-five an hour. That was uh, the wages. Minimum, uh, wages, yeah. But they hired me from 12 to 12 for $40, yeah. minus taxes. Right? <laughs> so I was making pretty much nothing, right? And then I have to train, so I said, okay, well, you know, you can come uh, train before, you can stay after. And then they gave me opportunity to do the personal training before and after, so I would come at five o'clock in the morning to train, then train a couple of clients, then work ten to ten, then uh, train myself, and then go home. I slept maybe three hours uh, in average. How long did you do this for? Year and a half.
0: So you weren't body, you weren't really chasing a bodybuilding career as much at this I, point, right?
1: I was. I mean, I was competing. I was training for me. so '87 when I came, I was sixth. 88, I was third, and then 89,
2: I won. Okay. What show is that?
1: That's a WPF universe. Okay. universe. okay. So now, so I accomplished that, uh, on my list, right? I, I came to America. Now I won Miss Universe. You're that pr- was professional or? And so now I have to turn professional. But in Serbia, I didn't know that IBB was uh, yeah. leading. What do you know? So I was competing in this other federation thinking this is the best. But then I realized it's not. And then uh, I went to some NPC shows, and I've seen uh, uh, IBB Olympia. Oh, shit. 98, there was uh, Olympia in... uh, 88 in uh, Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. which I won. uh, Which I went to see. And and I said, okay, I I have to be on the stage within three years. And uh, 91, I was on the stage. But how do I get the pro card? So in one of the NPC shows, I went to Wayne D'Emilia. And introduce uh, introduced myself, like, look, look, I'm, uh, you know, from Yugoslavia. There was no Serbia, right? From Yugoslavia, and uh, I competed in this other federation, but how can I turn pro? So he says, oh, there was no phones back in the day. He said, you have any pictures? I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I got prepared, and I gave him pictures from Las Vegas Classic. I, I entered in 89. So I was doing show every week also. I went to Atlanta, Georgia for So you're doing co- you
0: just competed in NPC even though you are yeah. a pro card in yeah. uh in I the uh the other organization.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't get the pro card in the other oh, organization. Okay. I just competed there. But then I competed in some Anaheim Iron Man Iron Maiden show that was not NPC. I, I didn't know anything. And then I finally competed NPC. I won overall at the Coastal USA, uh eighty nine. I competed with the Flex Filler in uh, uh, California. say champion that he won. That's the I was fourth in the heavyweights, but then uh, I, I did. The, I came to Vegas just to to be in Vegas, and then I heard there was a show. I so, said, well, "Let it's me the enter car we'll probably ran it. Yeah. Then, yeah, So I I was there. I so said, "Okay, I had opposing trunks," and I went there and I won that. And it was like national qualifier, so they gave me uh, money for a trip to North Carolina for <laughs> eighty nine. Uh, USA, I, I don't think it was nationals. I think it was actually USA in the East Coast, which is usually the, the opposite, right? Oh, then there was nationals. Uh, so I went there, you know, and I'm pumping up backstage. And uh, so uh, somebody came up and said, hey, what's your name? So Milo Sharchev I said, doesn't sound American, right? Hey, are you American? I said, no. Are you a resident? No. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, so i was there i was on the stage initially right but when i got off the stage they told me like hey man you're just supposed to compete and then i didn't compete but to go back to vayne Amelia, I, I gave vayne Amelia my pictures from uh, steve Carr's show yeah. and he goes oh wait a minute so he goes to jim manion and show the pictures and he came back to me and he says okay tell your uh, ibb federation from uh, yugoslavia to send a recommendation letter and uh, we'll let you compete it's like, oh, my God. I mean, this is how many uh, international athletes got it. Like, uh, Sonny Schmidt from Australia, right? Uh, Dorian, he won British championship. So, of course, in U.S., you can win overall USA or uh, nationals, uh, each category, right? And then there was North Americans. North Americans yeah. overall. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, so this is how I got the pro card you know <laughs> Leng-
0: lengthy lengthy process i mean people don't realize com- coming from out of the country it's it's difficult but it sounded like you know you came here with a dream yeah and uh you know they granted you the pro status now and you're in california i mean it's a hotbed yeah. you were in like that time and i think that was around the time like i think 1990 was around the time the wbf yeah. launched and like who was like you went to this 88 olympia mm-hmm. haney won white won- christian second
1: no no the, uh, uh, Second was Gaspari. Third was Barry DeMay, May. Fourth was La And fifth was uh, Mike Quinn. Sixth was uh, Brian Buchanan. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, Christian didn't compete at that Olympia. I, I loved Mike Christian. He competed, uh, you know. How many it- guys
0: were in the Olympia that back then? As many as we have now, is it like 16 to 20 guys, or was it less?
1: Uh, at that Olympia, that was about 15. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was, Yeah.
0: And yeah. a lot of those guys were training in California. So at, mm. at this point, had you visited Gold's Gym Venice?
1: Yeah. No, actually, uh, I never went. Uh, first time I actually went was 91 when I did my photo shoot for Flex Magazine. I, I never went to, uh, uh, even though I was invited many times, I was in San Diego. And, you know, when you're a personal trainer and you work s- six days a week, Yeah. You know you don't you know you don't want to have that And drive. were you
0: training at that gym that you were managed like working the desk or doing a personal training? Yeah, at? yeah,
1: that was uh, Jacqueline Lane's.
0: And uh did you was there the World Gym yet or the Gold's Gym in San Diego? Was that it, I know you end up training yeah, there later but Yeah. Uh,
1: uh Rick Stevenson's gym. Uh yeah, it was um Rick but I was just hired there. I was working there and Equipment was great. You know, I didn't have a reason to go anywhere. And by Uh, this
0: point, you were learning to speak English, obviously. Yeah.
1: So, by the way, I mean, literally speaking. Now, when this lady told me, Monday, you're supposed to work, I said, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So, let me, you know, learn some words. So, uh, push, pull, (laughs) squeeze, this kind of thing, right? And really, you know, when you you don't have a sense for language, and I don't think I do, it's very hard. Like, I, I was in Spain... And Dominican Republic, one year in in, in each country. And I didn't learn Spanish. I mean, I don't just don't have that skill. But here, there was nobody to speak Serbian, and I just had to learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody there in the gym was helpful. You know, like uh, when I was training somebody, I can't really express myself. They say, "Oh shit!" Then let me do the exercise in front of them, and then do the same. I could say that do the same. Right, so I would do the exercise and. Uh, and they were helpful, and uh, of course, next thing you know, you don't even realize you, you're communicating.
0: Yeah, When was your first pro show?
1: 91, uh, San Jose, and, and uh, that's also a story. Uh, my father shortly before got um, a stroke, and of course, uh, so first um, he had the amputated left leg, and then when he got the stroke, his right side got paralyzed, so you can imagine. The only thing that he had left was uh, left arm. So my mom was taking care of his, you know, quite heavy, so she needed my help. So I came home, and um, after the stroke, you never know if you're going to rehabilitate completely, if you're going to recover. So everything was going quite slow. And I said, okay, you know, uh, I would train at night when he goes to sleep. And uh, I didn't really plan any competitions or anything, but... uh, 17 days before the San Jose Pro Show, uh, as he was doing better, and my, f- my mother and father said, okay, go you know, live your life. You know, He's going to be okay. So 17 days before, I, w- I went back to San Diego and, and realized there is a show, and you, I don't have to pay too much money for a hotel and flight. Let me do it. So I went to that show really uh, not expecting anything. Mm-hmm. Zero. I mean, I just like, okay, I have a Pro card. You know, might as well test the waters, and uh, there was uh, Albert Beckles competing, and uh, John Brown, there was Ron Love, Sonny Schmidt, Franco Centuriello, yeah, uh, yeah, Steve yeah. Brisbane, I mean, Tim Beltnap, which I watched uh, win uh, uh, in Yugoslavia. He won a world championship. So when I went on the stage, uh, there was a friend of mine that I just, you know, please take as many pictures, right? So I'm not... Listening to Wayne D'Emilia, yeah. I, I'm just there you know, posing for the pictures because I'm next to Tim Belknap and Albert Beckles. Yeah. So I'm going to send this to Yugoslavia, right? I'm going to be a hot shot, I'm uh, right next to th- these guys. But Wayne D'Emilia was calling me for a first uh, call-out. Call out. And uh, he just couldn't pronounce my name and I didn't hear anything remotely close to my name. And so funny he screamed, like, competitor number two. And I said, oh, shit. I won the symmetry round in that uh, uh, show and I, I placed third behind uh, Ron Lobb and Sonny Schmidt. So I qualified for Olympia. I mean, you know, when you go into, uh, not in a, my, my wildest, I didn't even consider this is possible. I was just there to have fun. And now, you know, after the prejudging, somebody's saying, oh yeah, you, you might be top three. I said, come on. And then when I did win, I mean, third place, uh, next day, photo shoots all the magazines, and uh, now it's like, oh, you know. I was on the cover of everything, you know, I, I guess, uh, young. Handsome, yeah. <laughs> Semi-handsome, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, you know, th- this is, uh, and uh, in reality, I think I was like 215 pounds. I looked like a man's physique.
0: You know what? I <laughs> I started reading the books in 91 consistently. I mean, I picked up magazines when I was 12, but I started seeing you in the books then. And then uh, I just remember you being on a lot of covers, Muscle Mag especially. Um, you know, we shared time even with the Weeder contract. Yeah. So, you know, did you win money for this?
1: For the for a, for a magazines? No, no, third, third. Oh, yeah, there was uh, uh, $3,000. So
0: you must have been ecstatic,
2: right? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you're used to making 40 bucks yeah. a day, three grand. Like, you know, that's. Like hitting the lottery. You know, that's the this, thing is, like, we is, talk
0: is. about, like, you mentioned the Olympia, like, what do I win, five grand? But yeah. I, for some reason, like, I know I was over the moon. When I won my first pro show in two thousand was a night of champions and it was Uh, like fifteen grand and like I was able to use that money to purchase a home. And for me, like I used to think that I mean, remember, that was over twenty years ago and it's still kind of the same money, so it doesn't seem like as much now. But back then, I mean, three thousand went a long way, right? Yeah. Oh Yeah. 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 So so you're and then of course standing on Olympia stage was Remember, I mean, we didn't have social media, so you couldn't be really famous on social media. So, like, the accolades made, meant that much. So not only you, you wanted to be able to have bragging rights back home, <laughs> like, that seemed like a big thing for you, but you were learning now to compete. You had a great physique. I mean, we talk about you were more slender, right? You yeah. probably had a crazy midsection. Yeah. But the structure was there, but the size. Yeah, I mean, so I think there. you battled size through a lot of your yeah. career. Yeah. I want to get a little bit into that. But,
1: yeah. but tell me honestly, no, you know. Be straight shooter. When you were seeing my pictures back in the 90s, what did you say? I, uh, no, th- I said, this, this guy. guy's <laughs> got
0: great abs, but he's just way <laughs> smaller than everyone else. <laughs>
1: great abs, but way smaller. What's his name? I uh, remember
0: someone uh, said Mike um, Queen. He said he's an ironing board with abs.
1: That's Mike Queen that he said. I was gonna say. And that. I would never exactly. forget that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was
0: like eighteen and I was impressionable, <laughs> so I'm like, I w- I didn't think like what an asshole. I just thought like, yeah. well, oh, I guess he's an ironing board with abs. You know? <laughs> so that means you that lost, must have pissed you off. You up. Lost to an iron board. Three no, times. no, no, no. Because <laughs> this
2: is, this is, I <laughs> mean, is <laughs> this is way this is he put on a lot of. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was Mike
1: Queen. Mike Queen. Were I, I, you pissed I love. when
0: he said that?
1: I mean, no, because. It's true. It was true. I mean, I uh, was... Uh, but, dude, I you was just
0: a, for the Olympia. For Olympia. And, and, listen, Mike Quinn, was he good back no, then? Uh, every I mean? time
1: I competed with him, I beat him, right? And <laughs> I, I know that, that he hated it. But, uh, listen, when somebody... You say I can take a criticism. I mean, I had no shoulders, no arms, no back, really. No calves. But that was his
0: persona, though, right? He was... Tra- like, yeah. in that statement, wasn't he trashing everyone? Possibly,
1: but, you know, this is how it is. Okay, um... When somebody beats somebody or or you get that hype and you are being placed high and and I'm competitive and I just don't think you're better than me and, you know, they they just can't handle this, right? I would always be uh, happy for everybody. If you beat me, I shake hands. But put it this way, Ray McNeil, for example, he was in San Diego. I beat him in some shows and he comes to me. He's almost going to punch me. You know, you don't deserve to beat me, you know, what the hell? I say, Ray, I'm not the judge. He was a marine guy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I beat him pretty much every time except once. But then uh uh neither were champions, uh Pavoliablinski and uh Nasser somebody so uh Nasser was speaking German. So they came to me and Nasser was gonna translate Pablo was pissed off that I beat him and I don't deserve to beat him. So Nasser came to translate to me. It's like, Pavel, I was not the judge. I'm sorry. You've heard
2: that name in a long time.
0: I've never likes. seen uh, Pablo Jabonicki smile. Yeah. Had he ever, ever smiled? I did. I mean,
1: I am that way, you know, that I always try the conversation. I, I try to make people happy and yeah. smile. I mean, Sonny Schmidt was a uh, you know, man of few words and I would just dig, 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 dig until he, he smiles. I mean, uh, you see, I say I'm uh, ecstatic to see you smile and being really outgoing now. But when I met you back in the days, you were never smiling. You were really on stage. I did because uh, you but but Jay. I don't say Jay, you, you can you can pull you can pull the video. 2006. Jay's finally uh, winning Mr. Olympia <laughs> <laughs> for the first time. He beat the goddamn I know, Ronnie. But no, no.
0: Yeah, you don't got to understand, I felt bad for Ronnie because there's, there's like, a backstory. We were kind of talking, and he's like, uh-huh. you beat me. And I'm like, shit, man, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to enjoy this victory when Ronnie's, like, he's pacing, you know, like. How about the cartwheel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about,
1: about the, I mean, I was trying to jump off the stage. Yeah, so, yeah. I
0: mean, so, um, you know, we go back, and now, like, you're rolling, right? So, I mean, you go to the Olympia in 91. That's Haney's last one. Yes. And it was in Walt Disney, right? Yeah, it was in yeah, Orlando. Orlando. Was it actually in Walt Disney World, in Epcot, or no? There was uh, there was uh, some
1: other hotel. Oh, okay. I it's thought it, a, I thought I it was
0: in Walt Disney, like actually took place in there.
1: Yeah, but uh, you were not there, uh, and I tell you a little bit uh, because uh, I remember this so well.
0: And this is historic because this is Haney's last, last right? Last one.
1: And if you remember, a year before, 1990, it was a drug tested contest. Yeah. And it was quest- a questionable victory. You know, Lee Labrada could have maybe taken him. I do don't think know. think he should have won. Yeah, could have, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now uh, Sean Ray was very vocal, speaking, you know, all this stuff. So we went to the press conference, and Sean was just like Mike Tyson when he said he's going to eat... Uh, Lennox Lewis children and this and that, right? I'm gonna do this. So, so Sean was, I'll take your house, I'll take your car, I'll take you this, you know, to Lee Haney. And Lee Haney, the biggest gentleman that was ever on the stage, yeah. right? And then uh everybody else, Lee Labrada was also, right. you know, so confident. Dorian Yates one night of champions, you know, first Olympia. First Olympia, yeah. So I was backstage and uh um uh Lee just signed a mask development contract and uh, you know how we their show, they were saying that's a bad move, you're not going to win, you know, because now, you know. Well, politics. Politics, yeah. And uh, it was up until uh, 15 minutes before the stage, actually. And back then, 12 o'clock noon meant 12 o'clock noon, you're going to step on the stage. It was always ready. 15 minutes later, they call, you know, 15 minutes, and he's still talking, right? And everybody's kind of peeking. He had some, um, uh, you know, suit like that. So finally, he excused himself, came to the first mirror, and took the jacket off. Didn't pump, didn't put oil, nothing. And I swear to God, like, everybody just, like, froze. It was like, oh, my God. Little brother sit on the, on the bench. Dorian just had that face. I mean, Sean Ray is like, oh, shit. It's kind of it reminded me. Like when we had that photo shoot, uh, 2003, in my gym, when Ronnie, uh, I was standing right next to you. <laughs> <and> Ronnie came. <laughs> tell that story. Yeah, I, mean, I
0: know we're jumping around a little bit, but you brought it <laughs> yeah. up, so yeah. Tell yeah. the damn story. Here's uh, another one. We're gonna. That's, <laughs> that's a good
1: one because uh, let's face it. This 2001, Jay beat Ronnie. I mean, I said this to Ronnie. Yeah. I said this openly. He's not happy you know, about that, by you know, the way. Yeah, this, this was really, yeah, uh, I think I, I, I told you the story. Ronnie would always come to me and ask me for my honest opinion because I would always tell them, tell them. And then he came after the 2001. He was doing photo shoots in Flex magazine. And I said, okay, uh, you know, Ronnie, you want to know? He said, yeah, yeah. Tell that. I said, Jay beat you. I, no way. You know. And then uh, next day, you know, he came in and said, yeah. I've seen some pictures. I see what you're saying. He didn't beat me. He, didn't, he still didn't beat me. But I see what you're saying. I say, come on, Ronnie. He beats you, right? I said, that was it. But now, 2002, um, Ronnie didn't look too good, right? He sat out, yeah. I yeah, see. and you sat out, yeah. uh, which I think was the biggest mistake. Yeah. But you, know, <laughs> you you did 2001 <laughs> Olympia. will talk about this t- yeah, 2002, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arnold Classic. Jay didn't show up 2002 uh, at Olympia. Ronnie looked uh, very beatable. Gunther beat him. I think that Gunther is the luckiest guy on, on planet Earth. He was good that year, and then he got the million-dollar contract, right? Yeah, and yeah. then
0: he uh, and then he um, beat him at the show of strength like it's two a, weeks after, yeah, that, after that. after that one. Olympia. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was with Ronnie at uh, Amsterdam show after the Olympia, one week before the... Uh, GNC. GNC. So he was improved at the Amsterdam show. Yeah. He put some uh, fullness back in. So I, I was actually with Sean on, uh, on the phone when they were announcing the winners and they announced uh, Gunther as a, as a winner. I remember screams and all that stuff. But uh, bottom line is Gunther won that show, and in 2003 they're doing Flex Magazine photo shoot preview for the Olympia, Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, and Gunther, right? So Gunther, you know how I had that. Smile. Smile. He never. I mean, that was. I love that about him. He was constantly smiling. You were not. You were <laughs> serious, right? Confident. Very, very confident. You know, which is good. Uh, there is a thin line between confidence and arrogance. Confidence, I love. Arrogance, I hate. Right?
0: Yeah, but hell yeah. I mean, I just won the Arnold in 0-2 yeah. yeah. Sat out the Olympia, came back and oh, th- won the, at the Ironman. Unbelievable. 2003 it looked crazy. And then you know, won the Arnold, yeah. and then I won San Francisco Pro. So here we are, like. Th- that was the beginning of the season. Now we're rolling into Olympia. I'm like, fuck, this is mine, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 And I mean, Ronnie brought the Sandow. I don't know if you remember this. So yeah. Ronnie had the Sandow in your gym, and you owned... Well, at the time, it was Coliseum, was saying, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was the Flex photo shoot headquarters, right? Yeah. So we all flew out there every you know contest we did. So we all show up. Yeah. You remember what I was driving then, or...? I always had different cars. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't pay
1: attention yeah, to this, yeah. but, but probably a uh, white Jaguar. Yeah, maybe. that's what I have. Yeah, he goes, yeah, I don't, yeah, pay, yeah. No, I don't yeah. pay attention to No, I don't pay attention You know why <laughs> I remember this? Because my daughter took a picture with him. You know, you yeah, had yeah. a dog. How old
0: was she then? Uh, I had Scrappy. Five. I had Scrappy with me, the little white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scrappy, 18, yeah, yeah. five years old. Yeah.
1: She drew your pictures, you remember? Yeah, yeah.
0: So we were in the gym. All of us show up there. We were
1: in the gym, and I was there, so... First, I've seen him in Adam in 2003 looking like freak This is probably up to that moment because of the lights and everything, your fullness, you were ripped, striations, like you had the fibers everywhere.
0: clean in the biceps, by the way. They uh, do. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I used probably more Esicline <laughs> than it was ever produced. Yeah. I had like three, th- four amps uh, or something. So yeah, yeah. How many yeah. people even know what yeah. Esicline yeah. is? But <laughs>
1: listen, I mean, uh, uh, Esicline... You could see the fibers as you stretch the yeah, biceps, yeah. right? Yeah, With yeah. all this synthol and all this bullshit, now it, it just deforms you completely. But you were shocking at that show. I mean, bottom line, shocking. I, I get the goosebumps. I was there next to Chris. I pulled that up two
0: thousand three Iron Man. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. You know, I was preparing a uh, flex uh, wheeler for that show. You know, yeah, yeah I remember. You, you know that story. But uh, anyway, so for for that. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Papered, full as a house, ripped, uh, striated, separated. I mean, it, it was shocking
0: because... Yeah, no diuretics okay. for that show either, bro. No? No. Wow. Oh. That's oh. the '09 Olympia, but... But
1: So you were standing next to Melvin Anthony and uh, Flex Wheeler is supposed to be aesthetic guys, right? Yeah. And with your size and width, you're creating more aesthetic... V taper X Illusions. frame. Yeah. And size was not even comparable and conditioning was not even comparable. You know, so with the momentum from these shows, back to the photo shoot, he is coming and he is confident. I mean, uh, uh, Gunter is confident. So I'm there right close to you. You were you were doing some biceps uh, uh, pumps. And here comes Ronnie, you know, comes from th- th- through the door. I, I said this really, it was eclipse. It's like fucking Jim got the dark, and don't you know how he walked, and, and, and like a gorilla. I mean, that was just like a fucking, and uh, <laughs> and Jim was a fucking monster. You know, <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? I was so
0: fucking mad because because this was this was June, yeah. end of June or, or early July, and I just guest posed with him and Gunter. In May yeah. at Mannion's yeah. show. And then, you know, we go to Steve Weinberger's like, yeah. June whatever, 5th. So, within, like, this must have been July when we did the shoot. In that short amount of time, yeah. he must have put on 30 fucking pounds. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, and he's going to tell you, I mean, that was most muscular guy I've seen in my life at that point. Still. I mean, leg. I mean, he was, uh, Chris Dean was there, and he took a picture. Chris Dean was an uh, Olympia competitor, right? Yeah. He qualified for 2000. Uh, he looked like one of the Ronnie's legs. I mean, it was it was crazy. I still uh, think to this day, I still uh, yeah. as big as some of these guys are. Uh, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. But uh, there's so many pictures, and I have those pictures. <laughs> and I mean, he raised the smile. The life came
0: out of you that day, <laughs> like
1: whatever spark you have in your eyes. Wasn't that his was biggest gone. Year? And, and Gunther's Gunter's smile was oh, yeah. gone too. Well, yeah. Gunther
0: had the fat pockets because he signed, like, that three-year contract, yeah, yeah, you said, yeah, you know. So yeah. he was, like, sitting pretty, you know. And, and uh, yeah. you know, Ronnie was on a mission, yeah. right? And, yeah. uh, you know, dude, your gym was like – I just remember I used to come out there and I, I still stayed. I didn't stay next door because there was, like, a residence in, yeah. but I would go stay still in Costa Mesa. But Mesa, yeah. I really looked forward to coming out there every year because Chris Lund really pumped us up a lot with the things. And you'd run around with the camera. And back then <laughs> – like they'd get mad because you'd release pictures. pictures on message boards. You know, this is pre-social media. Yeah. But you'd be showing up with the camera. Yeah. And of course, you know, he had that... I don't know what that big light was. Like they kept upstairs, but it made yeah. you look like yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. That, that was Chris that was like an, That was yeah. Early's ring light-like yeah, yeah. looks, right? You
1: see, all the photographers wanted to find out how uh, Chris Lund does those uh, pictures and because it, it makes you dramatic. Look, you can look... So and so here, and then as you come in, where he set it up is like uh, uh, twenty days, uh, twenty uh, weeks of dieting, and uh, you know, ten thousand units of <laughs> insulin and growth. I mean, you just blow up differently. But yeah, uh, that was the time. So, as uh, you mentioned, Weider organization was pissed off at me that I am putting the pictures of Weider athlete in phenomenal shape. On a social, you know, th- there was uh, getbig.com. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I was making any money or anything. I'm a fan of the sport.
0: No, but you were mm. making Like, how how'd you get that deal so that they set a photo shoot in your gym? Because it used to be at Metrics. Do you remember what yeah. year they brought it over to your gym?
1: Uh, I think it was like, uh, yeah, 2002. Yeah, from and
0: what kind to of, like, so did they, did you ask them to do it? Or did they say, hey, you have oh, no, the, a the location?
1: The, the Chris Lund came and see the gym, and then he says, I want to shoot here, and then uh, Flex uh, contacted me. Yeah, I, I did get paid for, uh, uh, you know, Flex Magazine photo shoots, but uh, it's Flex Magazine photoshoots that are being paid for, and they get the, the space, priority, they could do anything in my gym, right? But me as a fan... I mean, I, I wasn't making money of putting any of the pictures on the Get Big or anything. I mean, I remember taking those pictures of you. Yeah, probably one of the best pictures I've ever seen. I mean, he looked like a freak. And then there was a, a place in the gym in the middle, you know, right under the the the, the, win, the window, uh, that it took all these pictures that you look sensational. And uh, I almost
2: lost a weather contract because of it. How did, you, how did the, the gym come about? Like, when did you... The gym, like how did that uh, whole It was process? Gold's Gym, right? Yeah, 99. I just then, remember it was Coliseum.
1: First was a powerhouse. Okay. When, I, when I got it, it was a powerhouse, and then I, I changed it to the Gold's. You know, I got the um, that deal, but then after I realized I'm paying too much money and I'm not really getting anything. Once in return, I said, like, why wouldn't I just, uh, you know, make my own? So I switched it to Colosseum.
0: Did you actually put equipment in it, or was already there? It was already equipment? there. Yeah, it was already there.
1: I I got a few more did pieces. Did Flex
0: equipment give you pieces for the gym? Uh,
1: you, know, you had some uh, leverage pieces uh, in there. I, I, I did. I did uh, uh, buy some Flex equipment. I actually, I'm meeting with uh, Mark, Mark, Mark Now and yeah. ever in dinner here. In Good. A few days Say hello, in I Vegas, I, yeah. I saw Mark and uh, and Boyer like a
0: couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah. I know you live down that area, but so um. So you got the gym around that time. 99. And Sean Ray was the most famous guy training there, right?
1: Yeah, that was gym, his his uh place to go before I even uh, you know, got it. Yeah, so th- that was. Oh, his, he was training there already. He was already. training there already. Yeah,
0: and and you gave him that front parking spot. I was always, <laughs> Never. I was always <laughs> jealous of that. He didn't get
2: that. He didn't get. It. Well, you always the, is that the gym that he went to in, in the battle for the Olympia? Yeah, and he the, parked. The he always parked
0: his cars up in the front. It wasn't always. even a
2: parking spot. He just yeah. stopped it so right why, there. So why?
0: How was he allowed to park his he car? He wasn't.
1: Through? I mean, uh, uh, some people wanted to call. uh you know, to be towed get away. Really? <laughs> yeah, but that never happened. Yeah.
0: You think he had yeah. the greatest car collection in bodybuilding, or he was always driving different cars, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You're feeling
1: this. Uh, yeah. Sean got <laughs> pissed off at me like that Lamborghini or whatever he has in the uh, video of uh, Fit and Lincoln. Famous. No, right. Fit and Famous, right? Yeah, uh, said, uh, this Lamborghini, that was not his. And uh, really, it's not no, his. He showed me the check for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no way. But uh, so we, anybody that knows the story, it was not. So when I said this publicly once, I guess, uh, when I came back from 2011 until 2017, I was out of the United States. So finally, I came to t- 2017, and I saw him at the uh, Lufarino show. And you would expect he's going to come say hello and anything. He's looking away, all like pissed off, and I didn't understand it. And then Hidetada uh, Magishi uh, told me, oh, yeah, he's mad because you talked something about his car. And I said, yeah, it was not his car. What do you mean? What, what he's mad about? <laughs> so, yeah, publicly again,
0: it was not your car. <laughs> yeah, he, no, he, I saw the check, though. So <laughs> he actually had that vehicle. How much is for? How uh, much is for? A hundred and something thousand
1: no way <laughs> yeah. no, no way oh boy i could be wrong with there's no way
2: another beef's
0: gonna start no no i mean I i'm, I'm, I'm defending just defending like what he what he sent me because i think i brought it up in the, one of the podcasts actually did, yeah. um so to go back to the gym uh yeah. you know it was gold you switched it over to coliseum you put all the images up yeah. where'd you get that idea
1: i mean i, I liked it i Original. You did this
0: photo shoot over in Italy, right, at one point, and you dressed up with uh, Alex yeah, Ardente. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was that was perfect. That was 99 uh, Olympia. Uh, so, nice to have somebody, Kevin, Ronnie, myself, uh, you know, a couple of other guys. We were dressed like uh, as uh, Roman warriors like, and, and went to Colosseum. Now...
0: One of my li- favorite places to visit, yeah. by the way, is yeah. amazing.
1: I, you, you get the chills when you come yeah, even yeah, close yeah. and you yeah. go inside. So uh, the thing was there was uh, Bob Gardner also uh, a photographer and for one more for Weeder. Weeder I think, yeah. And uh, uh, I, I I said to Alex Rodenti, let them go okay. and attract the attention. All the security is going to go there. <laughs> and let's go on the second floor. And uh, you know, as soon as we went there, of course, they were not allowed to shoot. I took everything off, put my my uh, outfit, and I have a uh, pictures inside the Colosseum, which is illegal to have. But I had those priceless pictures. You're criminal. <laughs> 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 yeah, I could have been uh, arrested, but uh, hey, I, you know, I had it. This is one a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've seen uh, Franco Colombo pictures back in the days, you know, in front, but nobody. You know what I'm just thinking front. of
2: now? When we were in Egypt, Regan jumped up and took his shirt off on the pyramids we started taking pictures and the police came yeah. over and took the camera yeah, 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 yeah. and took it back and deleted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they didn't realize that we got a bunch of my cell phones. <laughs> so we yeah. still had it, but yeah, they were yeah. like, it was serious.
1: So I was in one, uh, I think it was fries. They had a, from a styrofoam statues of the Romans. And I really wanted to do that. I mean, there was like, uh, you know, gladiators fighting and all this stuff. So that's what I wanted to do originally. But, uh, it was impossible, so I just uh, put the murals.
0: And how long did you have that gym for?
1: 10 years, from '99 until 2010, 11 years, yeah.
0: And during this time, I mean, you had stopped competing at a certain point and became yeah. more of so-called the mind, which I want to ask you how you ever got the name The Mind. I think it was an article. You had a column in Flex or something yeah. called The Mind, right? Yeah. First, uh, uh, I know you, you were doing a movie, and I, I want to talk a little bit about all that, that stuff, it right? Also.
1: Uh, yeah, that's good. Ninety nine, uh, it was. I entered every show that was uh, organized. In how many year. total shows have you done in your 72, career? Seventy two. Seventy two. Pro 72. shows. Pro shows. Seventy two.
0: Is that the most? Um... No, uh,
1: Dexter obviously. Oh. <laughs> but uh, at a time, yeah, I, I was leader, and then. How many uh, Dexter do? I mean, how many? I think ninety six. Oh, that many? Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah he passed me in two thousand sixteen. I remember in Australia, but uh, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, uh, Every show 99 with you, yeah. uh, we did the Iron Man Nano Classic, yeah. then I did the India. Canada Night of Champions, went to European tour. Uh, but that's when I got to gym. And obviously, my career went to to shit because uh, once you have Much enough... Stress. Yeah, stress, obligation, you're there. And it, it just wasn't the same anymore, you know, because uh, these guys from the, from the gym, that were selling me a gym, I guess they offered... Month before I came in to all the existing members, you can get uh, three years for $300. So everybody, you know, got that. So when I came in, I, I, I had all these members that are not going to be paying me anything for three years. So I was kind of set up to fail so they can you know, get it back from me. But you know, I, I uh, managed it to survive I, But all that stress, uh, I was, you know, your mind is not in it. And, uh, you know, I started declining. When I finally wanted to make a comeback in 2006, that story of you and me in uh, Romania. I mean, uh, I was training with, uh, with uh, Hida and, uh, and Dennis Wolf and uh, Silvia Samuel, and, and I got in shape, you know, when you train with them, and it was two times a day. I wasn't even paying attention too much to my diet, but I always eat like you, healthy. So what is it, just a little bit more carbs, a little bit, uh, same amount of protein, and no cardio, and I was getting in shape. Uh, that story they said many times, but I, I, I have to brag about it because that's the moment. Uh, Jay beat Ronnie at Olympia, right? So finally happened, and we w- we went to Austria. In Austria, I had like five guys competing, so I, I wouldn't dare even think I can maybe pull. That was our first stop. First stop, yeah, Austria, Vienna, yeah, and and you won there. And then mm-hmm. Jans was there, Marcus Rule, Marcus yeah. Rule, many guys were there. So I, I choose not to compete there. But then I was in Romania, there was very few people going. You know, Iranian Jay, Hida, and then there was a Russian guy, Adi Abu, a uh, few more. So it's like, you know, I'm like you know, in great shape. Let me take a diuretic and see what I look like. And uh, You know, with the uh, aldactone and, and uh, a bumix at the time. Yeah. Uh, and not just that, uh, we loaded. If you remember, there was a banquet afterwards. Yeah. I had uh, like eight apple uh, strudels with the vanilla <laughs> sauce. Yes, I said like, oh, I blew it, doesn't matter. But I was so full, ripping full, and then dry. So it's like, oh shit. Okay, let me just shave. I'm gonna compete because they, they they were gonna have me as a MC. You know, so I tell them, okay, but I'm still IBB pro card holder. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, back in 1980, remember, he went as a CBS commentator at Olympia, but instead of competing, he pulled a, uh, a competitive number, and uh, Mike Manzer, Bar- Boyer Frank Zander yeah. went berserk. So I, I saw myself, that, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I, I can't beat Jay or Ronnie, but I honestly thought I could uh, I could place third with the condition I was in, because I, I was very happy with it. So I managed to shave legs and, and front, and I really... Uh, needed just somebody to uh to shave my back ironically my today's wife betty mm-hmm. uh was Hiritada's best friend It was traveling with him so i was kind of gonna ask her you know it would be embarrassing but who are you gonna ask to shave your back so that was the plan and i really i was just about there and phone rings and there was jay i said bro can you do me a favor So of course anything so what do you need i mean uh <laughs> a protein but uh Jay brought the sponge like this, right? <laughs> and he has. I brought the brush. <laughs> it was the brush. <laughs> no, I brought this sponge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sponge. It was like okay, okay, you know. So and uh, I was in my Colosseum shirt and in the posing trunks with the legs as white as this. I mean, I, I was you know just like <laughs> super white. I didn't even put the color or anything. And he, he never asked anything, right? But as I was putting the collar, finally Hide came with the Betty for me to check on him as well. And I finished, uh, and I just Betty took a picture of me and, and Jay. Uh, I mean, uh, you can see there I was ripped and dry, yeah, yeah. Right? and and I was uh, you know quite a good size. I, I think easily I could have placed third. I could not contest you too, but
0: uh, well, yeah. just because I had just won, it was kind of like no, you were much right? better.
1: You were much better. But it's, you know
0: that was the strangest setup. Like it was the first European tour that I yeah. ever went on. I think after the Olympia, I went to Russia to compete, but, uh, in 2003, yeah. but in 06, like it was like really strange, like setup. I yeah. remember like it that's was barely I mean. a stage <laughs> and like, I didn't even know how it was going to take place, but you were advertised as the MC. So that's why I felt yeah. like, I'm like, Oh, I can call Milos and yeah. he can do the tan for me. Yeah. So I never thought anything of it. And then of course we're showing. And later you told me and it made yeah. me like, I still feel bad to no, this day. No, no.
1: I mean, uh, it's it's uh, i love the story i love the story because really i mean who's going to have opportunity to put the collar on the reigning mr olympian yeah, and, yeah. Uh, i mean look uh you know i always uh, consider you a friend and you're dear to me you were always nice to my daughter you're you're yeah. a gentleman i mean uh, you know the, the person that you are so by all means that was just like my idea maybe i can pull it off you know everything is life, in life life happens for a reason yeah. so it's like okay i'm going to just Prepare for my two thousand seven man because uh, Ironman lights are the best uh, lights for me, so I'm just gonna do that. But then I got uh, suspended from IBBA; I could never do it, you know. So that was a bummer.
2: Wow! So the the mind—how did oh you yeah, get mind. that
1: nickname? I I read it first. I uh, I didn't expect nothing, so I got the magazine p- p- "Miller's the Mind." Peter McGough, an and, uh, editorial of uh, Muscle Fitness and Flex, they decided to call me this because every time I do the interview, it was different. It's not usual. And, uh, you know, I had uh, different ideas of training, different idea of... Uh, Very scientific. Yeah. You know, uh, my father was um, a psychiatrist and uh, he always told me, uh, don't live in a box and don't be forced to accept even the science. Read the science... Accept what you see useful, and if you see something that doesn't make sense, explore. Maybe you can uh, you can make it better. So just that whole supplement science. I mean, uh, he is the first one to to tell me like, don't you realize that uh, there's only one opportunity during uh, a day, you know, to have all this blood going to your muscle, which is when you train. Did you think like what you can accomplish with uh, sending Transport, all this? yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, at that time, nobody was doing this, and I'm hearing now from uh, my father, who is most educated, intelligent guy, right? But when you're a teenager, you kind of uh, rebellion. You, for some reason, I don't. Know, we never wanted to listen to our parents, right? Of course. I don't know why is that. So, but he made so much sense, right? Uh, there is a blood going to the muscle, muscle contraction open up the cell. You can push everything in. So I said, like, okay, this makes sense. Let me try something. So I went to the uh, Serbian pharmacies, and there was uh, essential amino acids, tablets made for uh, renal patients, right? And socialistic medicine, it was free if you have a prescription. So I steal prescription book from my father. <laughs> you know, and I... For a little. And I learn and then how to write in Latin you yeah. know, my prescription. And I go to 10 different uh, pharmacies and I get my 10 boxes of uh, EAAs. And I went to the supermarket and I get the dextros, right? And I was drug-free. I came to uh, Miss Universe 87 drug-free, you know? And uh, that was another thing when I was competing with the guys like Chuck Sano, some other guys. And uh, I speak no English. <laughs> so they say, <coughs> what are you taking? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, EAA, you know, protein, multivitamins, and, and they say, fuck you. You know, so I said, fuck you, it's a bad thing, I don't understand. They were pissed off that I'm not telling them what steroids I'm but taking. But you
0: really couldn't. I didn't even. Oh, they uh, they're expecting steroids. They were
1: saying, yeah, they were asking what I'm taking okay. in sense of uh, steroids, and I, I tell them EAA is, you know, it, it's kind of yeah. insult, right? But uh, I had no idea about steroids, you know, at the time, because there was a picture in that same... Magazine that I told you, they have seen Arnold that pose, right? That was crazy when he was super full and underneath is no steroids. And I would, I would fight anybody that would, you know, say that Arnold was a steroid. I didn't believe it. <coughs> so when I came eighty-seven. You know, uh, they asked me. They were insulted by my answer. And then I competed a couple of more shows, eighty-seven, um, eighty-eight, and uh, I was losing to everyone. And then I, I realized if I wanna pursue my bodybuilding and do what uh, big boys do i have to do that right so that, that's how it was but uh, um, about the supplementation ea's and glucose i apply I, my uh, father's idea that's the hyperemia advantage you increase blood flow to the muscle you deliver this and insert it so that's like one of the things uh, flex magazine uh, wrote the article um, uh, magic uh, workout drink, which I was drinking, right, and uh, they they called me the mind, and then called the uh, Ray the mouth. <laughs> yeah, where did
2: was, where did you, where did the where did you get the insulin coming from? Because you're known as the guy that yeah. has a lot of you know, insulin knowledge so, of protocols.
1: Mm-hmm. In Eastern Europe, uh, DDR, Eastern Germany, uh, Romania, uh, Bulgaria, Russia. I got uh, uh, some information about steroids, how they, they com- combine and anabolics, GH, and then there was insulin many times. And I didn't understand why insulin. So I started researching and said, oh, it's anabolic hormone, it stores everything. We can use this store benefits. But I didn't know how to use it. There was no explanation back then. You know, so, but what, I,
2: what, what, Around what time was this? That was
1: 92. Okay. So and way then way back. The, uh, 92, yes. Uh, uh, and then on my first contest, uh, 91, uh, San Jose, Tim Belknap was diabetic. Yeah. And I remember he was taking uh, insulin backstage and then eating, you know, Danishes and uh, all this, you know, sugary stuff. And man, once he started popping up. Did, did he beat the, you that show? Or? No, I beat him. Okay. I, I did beat him, yeah. But I mean, I beat him on symmetry on uh, on the lines. He was uh, pretty he, he was bulky though. He guy, was bulky, yeah. and uh, you know, f- either way, if they gave it to him, but uh, I've seen like, oh my god, this is c- crazy. So I was putting two and two together. So let me try the insulin. At the time, there was not that fast-acting insulin. There was mm-hmm. Humulin N, R, U. You know, so specifics. Right? So Humulin R was the fastest acting, mm-hmm. and that has a onset in forty-five minutes, f- peak in. Two hours and then out in eight hours, so it was kind of hard to control. But I said this is what we have, so then I would time it okay to peak while I'm training. So I would take it like two hours before, and then you have to eat, but what to eat? You know, so <coughs> I didn't know how many units, how many grams of carbs. So I was uh, experimenting with less than I supposed to, and then I would get the hypoglycemia, and then I would have to eat more. And after a few tryouts, you know, I started uh, feeling okay. So I said, oh, I conquered this. To maintain the uh, blood sugar level, you needed like so many grams of carbs per unit. And I determined back then there was about 10. You could get away with less, but, uh, you know, risk. So I would just put 10 grams per unit. And uh, I published that article in uh, mass Media 2000. So this is where it all came from.
0: Yeah. yeah that's, uh, you think that's where the protocol actually started from? Because I, I was always told... Yeah, yeah. I know when I started to learn about yeah. insulin, like it was ten grams of carbs per unit, per unit yeah, that's, right? That's, so that's, if you that's took ten thing. units, you needed at least a hundred grams of carbohydrates. But yeah. the the like the continuous was the question mark because everyone's metabolism is different, Definitely. so it comes back around, right?
1: Yeah, so so it's like how long does it stay in your system? Yeah, right? because you can. But that can
0: like like be turned on metabolism, correct? You could, yeah. And okay. like,
1: like you said yourself, I mean, uh, if you can mention that even with the, all the carbs that you take, you would still go hyper, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you were taking well over ten grams per unit, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, at certain times, you know, like yeah. t- ten before, you know, twenty after, whatever it was. Yeah. I had a build up, of course. Thirty you after, know. yeah, yeah, twenty, thirty, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, you know another ten or whatever, yeah, you know. Yes, yeah, and, and I see. Uh, but I've heard astronomical amounts, like, like up to a hundred units at a time. Some you know, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know how anyone could ever handle that.
1: Uh uh you see twenty units is already a super physiological amount, more than your pancreas would make it. So if you have a uh, more than you would normally ever make it, this is enough to yeah. create crazy uh I was using twenty twenty and uh you could take twenty before you trained? Yeah, twenty before and
0: twenty with after. a lot of carbs. A lot of carbs, yeah.
1: You see, uh, I was like you didn't eat much fats, it would just be protein and I carbs. I didn't eat any fats. Yeah.
0: I wasn't even eating steak, you know, for dieting at really? times, yeah. Wow, mostly yeah. you know egg whites, white uh, uh, fish, white fish. Uh, I didn't even eat a lot of chicken. I used protein powders a lot, you know. So you
1: basically, I had less than twenty grams of fat. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah,
0: yeah. it's, it's a keto diet, you know.
1: Yeah, but you had a close to a thousand grams of carbs, right?
0: Yeah, a lot, yeah. very often. So mm-hmm. I think if I would have thrown some fats in there, I wouldn't have had to eat as many carbs, and maybe I would have had a better, dif- different effect. I mean, you might have approached it different, but I kind of stuck with what worked, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, uh, two thousand one, you look
1: like absolute freak. Uh, I really, I'm gonna say it publicly, like I said many times. Two thousand one, you, you won the Olympia. Uh, everybody knows, including Ronnie. <laughs> you know, but uh, you were on insulin, right?
0: Yeah, I did take it um, on and off certain days, mm-hmm. um, but I was also, and I'm not gonna lie, I was taking four meals, where of course carbs like rice and you know some simples or whatever else. Uh, but I also had protein uh four meals out of the six like protein powder, protein powder yes yeah. so can you get lean or does it work like would you in someone's protocol today use protein powders
1: yeah it's only if you or trust you, if you trust i mean the uh, chicken is chicken Turkey is turkey, fish is fish, protein powder is what they tell you it is, right? So if if it if is it's not, yeah. it's, it is what it is, then good. But if if it's compromised and you you don't have a protein and amino acids they're expecting, but then you have a more carbs and some garbage, uh, you know, obviously you had a good quality one because it didn't reflect on your physique. But uh, you know, audience would probably because uh, I, I love this story. 2001, you were on a lot of insulin. You were ripped to the bone 285 before the, yeah. what, two weeks before the show. A week up, week up. Week before yeah. the show. You know, because everybody was there, look, oh, you can't use insulin. It would blow your, your midsection. It would make you hold water. It's You know, if you know how to control it, you, you even said you were getting leaner on it.
0: I was getting leaner, but I'll be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I stopped. I stopped from after 2004 i never yeah. used it again from 05 6, 7, 8, not you know till the end of my career uh not to say that i didn't use metformin like i used that in the off right. season but never really pre-contest so and i mean metformin i used for the first time in 96 when i won the nationals i was introduced to metformin like just to make my you know yeah. make the carbs more the muscle more yeah. sensitive you know um, but I didn't know anything about it. I didn't, I just was kind of like, it was kind of introduced to me. Uh, but with, as far as insulin, you know, I feel that like it was harder to maintain conditioning for me, um, using insulin as I, like, it always works great. Like the first time you really mm-hmm. use it. Right. And I think around that time was really the first time I used it mm-hmm. consistently. Right. Because I told you, I dieted down, like, from 16 weeks. I, I went on 50 grams of carbs a day, like, three days. And then on the fourth day, I'd bump up to, like, five, 600 grams of carbs. And I it got ripped like- in five five weeks. And yeah. by 10 weeks out from the Olympian 01, I was already, like, shredded to the bone. So, basically, Chris is like, listen, you're just going to have to eat. You know, and he cut my cardio. And that's when, like, on the high days, like for back and leg days, I took the insulin. So... Mm-hmm. And then eventually, it was like high carbs every day that I trained. So I would train on a two-on-one-off cycle, but on that two two days, I was training body part. You know, I was doing four workouts because yeah. I was training twice That's a day. That. that was the protocol. Like today, no one trains twice a day. Yeah. yeah and I think we we talked a little yeah. bit off camera about this, but I want to touch on that in a second. Right. But so I was kind of like, I, I don't believe a lot of cardiovascular is needed if you're. Output, outputting because I feel that weight training does burn more calories than cardio. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, no question. So I and I was training intense. My rest periods of forty five seconds. You know, I was eating my six meals a day. I mentioned you know what kind of those carbohydrates versus uh, protein were. Um, some simple sugars. You know, white rice. I was mostly I would have honey. I would add honey just to to get to. Thousand grams of carbs is a lot, right? It's not the joke, yeah. Yeah, so and that's why I think I use the protein powders because for me to eat, you know, eight ounces of chicken or whatever with that, and obviously we know if the carbs are that high, the protein doesn't have to be as much. And I think I was only like around 300 grams of protein anyway, like on a lot of days. I mean, if I was eating 50 grams of carbs, I eat 400 grams of protein, but I wasn't doing that at that point. So,
1: so only 400 grams of protein and 50 grams of carbs. So And not a, a lot of fat, you know? Okay, so 400 grams of protein is 1,600 calories. 50 grams of fat is 200. That's 1,800 calories. You were less than 2,000 calories a day?
0: Yeah, but, I mean... For the love of God, that's less than I mean, you saw. I mean, and I came to the Ironman, and you beat me. Now you know why. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah thank, <laughs> God, thank God you yeah. did it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yeah, so I was doing two hours of cardio a day, so you can imagine. I was training twice with weights, yeah. too, so I was in the gym four times a day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, see. Uh... When I say about the, 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 the everything, we want uh, maximum results—not optimal, not minimal, nothing in between, right? You would want to. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you compromised a little bit.
0: You overdid it, yes. and you didn't have enough. And uh, it wasn't. Uh, listen, Chris didn't agree with that. Hmm? I uh. said I'm doing 50 grams because I was so embarrassed after 98 tying with you. <laughs> <at> the, <laughs> no, no, <not laughs> no, need no, you. no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beat you. So, yeah, so, so I was so embarrassed because. You know, I had won everything up to this. You know, 96, you said we met, but I won everything. Took 97 off, and I said, I'm going to go full tilt into 98 because I knew my competition. Like you mentioned, you saw me in 96. I couldn't mess with Chris and, you know, all these guys, Kevin and all of them. Nobody expected it. So I I went into the 98 night of champions, and I'm like, I'm going to get called out with Kevin and And Ronnie Ronnie. Coleman because Ronnie beat Kevin at that show. That was like the beginning of Ronnie's rise. But – and I was so pissed, I got 11th, and I said, you know what, Chris, I'm going to do it my way. And he's like, yeah. okay, I'll guide you. He did not agree with 50 grams of carbs. I would have half a cup and a quarter cup of oatmeal. That was my 50 grams basically for the day. Jesus. So around the first workout, and uh, and then I would do that for three days, and then I'd bump up to crazy carbs on, you know, whatever day, the the fourth day, and I did the two hours of cardio, and I was shredded.
1: You were shredded. I mean, uh, that was crazy conditioning. I think one one time you even mentioned it. You you loved your conditioning, 99 uh, Ironman. And then I heard you also 2003 I don't know What is the best ever? Which version of Jay Cutler uh,
0: from any contest? Would you I think, think the 02 Arnold Classic. 02 Arnold Classic, really? I was 273 yeah. there, and I think that was the best combination. Of everything?
1: I would say two thousand three. I, I remember I remember. It's the
0: lights, though. It, the lights tell tell a different story. But yeah. we look at this. Do the, show yeah. the first yeah. picture. The most yeah. muscular, yeah, this one. I mean, look at that. Right. The fullness and that's what, that's yeah, 2003? that's that was. I was two seventy three at this show.
1: Oh, that's two on a classic. Yeah. Who
0: did the debate uh, is Chris Kamara, yeah. Second? He got yeah. second, uh, he had I'm the dreads dread that year, you know, the yeah. um cornrows. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, listen, Iron Man was great, Oh, one Olympia, I guess, was like astounding just because it was such a shocker for the first time. I mean, people say 99, uh, no, 09, yeah. Uh, I, I said Olympia. this, uh,
1: yeah, I don't know, you, we never talk about this, but uh, you got the phone call. For me, I, I, I left a message on your cell phone. Yeah, you did, yeah. One minute into the prejudging. Okay, so 2007, uh, he won, but I, you know, I don't think you were at your best, 2007. 2000 Should I have won, or? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 I told you this. <it> I <laughs> won't give it to you. Listen, listen. Okay.
0: <laughs> J yeah. Mac, what an asshole, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Comes on my yeah. podcast and tells me. Come on, you come here, you tell him you beat him three out of four yeah. times, you tell him yeah. you shouldn't yeah. have won. Now I got to get Victor Martinez on the podcast. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so 07, I, I shouldn't have won.
1: I mean, listen.
0: The, 08, the, the, I lose, the, okay, to Dexter. The, the, the
1: 2008, he loses, right, to Dexter. So kind of you don't expect it, right? Now he's going to make a comeback because usually when Miss Olympia loses, he never comes it's back. Done, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah done. he's done. And uh, like I said, and I'm a fan of aesthetics, right? So you would think I would be inclined towards uh, Dexter Jackson, yeah. right? One minute, if to pay judging, they, they didn't even do like c- complete quarter turns. Like, okay, I called Jake out say congratulations, you win. I mean, it was for me, it was like shocking. The difference was like, it was not comparable. You were so dominant. Uh, that's why, you see, you, you beat the greats, Ronnie Coleman, 2006. So maybe... My also expectations and everybody else is that 2007, you have to repeat, you know, this, and now you would be even more more dominating as Ronnie Coleman 2007 wasn't really competitive, right? And I, I think you were just slightly off,
2: and, uh, and
1: you know, you, when you're off, you should have been penalized, right? So kind of...
2: You, you, know, you were with yeah, me and in I 07. stayed with him that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got, that year, I remember, I just got off tour, mm-hmm. and I got home Sunday night. I landed from Utah at 10, and he called me, and he's like, what are you doing this week? And it was my only week I, I had off the whole year. And he's like, can you fly out here tomorrow? Because Dave couldn't come out. Carrie had to work. And he's like, I'm not going to be able to. I can't drive. And can you help me? And then I was like, all right. So I booked a flight. And the next morning, I flew to Vegas uh, for yeah, so. 07.
0: Yeah. So and I had the infection. No one like, can we yeah. talk about this? So I had a winstrel, um, yeah. like, get infected. And Silvio Samuel, this is, I think you were, I don't yeah. know if he was at your place then. But so he came out. And we had this DMSO. Uh-huh. And I was sitting, I remember exactly, I was sitting in the in my um, bathroom and he came and he put this DMSO thing and he was rubbing, what, what was he rubbing he in? He massaged something in it. But it, I already had a tan on. Uh-huh. I already yeah. had done my, like, one coat of tan. Uh-huh. This was days out. And next thing you know, like, because it was swollen, I had a bump, you know, and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't want this to show. Sure. Yeah. And, of course that DMSO and putting that tan and it just infected the thing even it, it, worse. It looked like
2: the, the, yeah. the knot went away, yeah. but it leaked into his bloodstream. Cause obviously yeah. if it's a knot, the white blood cells are holding yeah. it in yeah. and it leaked Le- it into his bloodstream. So it's, it was all
0: smooth, yeah. you know? And I, it, I could barely do the bicep. So I like, I was like, uh, shit, should I pull out of the show? Or but, explains.
1: I mean, look, uh, you pull it off and you won. Maybe it's not dominant. and Uh, assholes like me or somebody else could say, maybe you deserve it, you didn't deserve it, right? But mm. well, you still won. And I, you know, there was, you know how it is nowadays when you criticize somebody, like uh, especially these uh, new guys, they get so offended. I say, yes. it's my opinion, right? And I said it, And look, sometimes differences are so close and I favor conditioning here was way better. Like if you beat me in Ironman, your condition was better than mine.
2: So I you would have, have no said, problem. okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, so. I would accept it. But, uh, you know, judges are going for whatever.
2: You know, in 07, honestly, I I thought he was going to die. Oh, Seriously. Man. No, it was, it was that bad. He couldn't, when he would talk, yeah. his jaw was shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, talked, told me we, that story. Yeah, yeah, and he would just.
1: Oh, my God. And I yeah. was
2: like, dude, this isn't good. Like, something's shutting down.
1: But that, the uh, MSO, uh, the methyl sulfoxide, right? It's transdermal agent brings everything. So God knows what is in this cream that you it goes put in you. It inside your body like oh my god i didn't know that you were infected but
2: <laughs> didn't you i remember the that the night show there was a room didn't you get an iv no no i mean i went on i was supposed to go to australia
0: f- for tony doherty to mm-hmm. tour and i remember i was like i can't come you know i got a bad infection and i remember i started antibiotics i mean carrie was you know she's a nurse practitioner so it's like it was an issue but you we ended go, up going i ended
2: up going yep I re- actually I remember you saying you're like
0: I'm dumping blood cuz I got to fly 16 hours. Yeah, and it was just it was a mess, you know, and that was the worst. That was the worst year even worse than losing for me. Which at which point of time did you realize you can win Olympia? Um when I went which- on the European tour with Coleman in 2000 um and finished second to him and Chris Cedo said you're going to beat 2000. Him. Uh, then it it was, after- was there, right? It was after, yeah. It was after that he might have got third, I think, in yeah, a couple yeah, I of the think shows. So, so yeah. it was after I placed eighth. You know, s- coincidentally, o- only myself and Ronnie of the big caliber names yeah. went. You know, like on the top Jr. ten. But yeah. yeah. I don't think Dennis was top ten then, was he? No, yeah, he was. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if he was, it was yeah. close to tenth, right? So it was like uh, we were the f- top two in the top ten to yeah. pl- go on the tour. Some reason Kevin didn't go, and none of the guys went. So. Nice, I was able to collect some checks, but I got to stand next to Ronnie for the first time that I had been talking about for years, and next thing you know, I mean, I thought, you know, Chris is like, I'm telling you, you're going to beat him. You're going to beat him. Chris was my biggest cheerleader, and I was like somewhat believable, and I died. Like, I dropped some weight, and I came in really solid for the last show in in England for Kerry Kay show, and then, of course, he's like, tell me all year in 2001, you're going to beat this guy this year, I'm telling you, and then when I showed up, you know, what Fair happened. that
1: wow. uh, yeah, you mentioned Dennis James, that 2000 uh, Olympia, I mentioned back in the day that was also at 12 o'clock noon, 12 o'clock noon, you know, you're going to be on the stage. 2000 Olympia was the first time that they changed it. So uh, I know going into the Olympia, Dennis was, I was working with him and so he was asking me, okay, Manish, is this anything else, anything else you think we can do to make even, you know, bigger difference? So I told him, like, well, yeah, um, you can shoot 45 minutes before the, the stage insulin and uh, pump up and look fucking ridiculous. But if uh, show is not on time, it can backfire. So <laughs> you competed, you know, so many, of the, was it ever late? I said, you're right, it was never late. Oh, uh, I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> so now, you know, we go there, that's the day, that's the time that uh, Triple H was there. So Triple H, come at 12 o'clock noon and fucking talks for like half an hour. And then first time at Olympia, instead of everybody going on the stage like uh, oh. uh, it used to be, one by one, <laughs> you know, start going. So if you look, I mean, uh, Dennis looked crazy at 12 noon, right? And uh, everybody was taking pictures of him and he did uh, the black and white photos backstage, looking crazy, crazy, crazy. And he was so confident, I mean, you know, Dennis' shoulders, chest, you know, it was just, oh, my God. But then, uh, you know, he sat down, let the blood go in, and, uh, like, 45 minutes, an hour later, you know, he pulled water. Like, it switched, and he didn't place very well. So I think that in Europe he looked much better, but uh, he, I think he plays. Yeah, good.
0: I remember, like, you know, he was, yeah. like, one of the most incredible transformation guys. I mean, I talk about him. Yeah. Gustavo Bedell, I mean, even Hidatata. I met yeah. Hidetada in uh, 2004 and in Japan. Yeah. And he was nothing then, you know what I mean? So I've watched all these guys that you helped. And, I mean, what's the secret to your, like...
1: It was just uh, my style of training with insulin. I mean, really, there's, uh, as you know, the, the drugs, steroids, is about the same. I mean, some people take more. I usually reduce. My, my cycles w- would be mild, you know, comparing to some of the guys. But I would drive everything inside the muscle during a workout and then post-workout replenish everything. And uh, it always worked. I mean, Dennis James put over 40 pounds in the first four weeks. You know, Gustavo, 30-something, Dennis
0: Wolf, uh, Marcus Rula. Did these uh, guys just not know a lot about nutrition on top of that? They knew, but uh,
1: really insulin was the difference back in the day. But do you think people were afraid to eat? that also i mean uh you touch the subject of you were training twice a day i was training twice a day you know and now no but it's over training
0: and all this stuff does anyone train twice a day anymore i don't think so very, very i i, I, really <coughs> I think do. some
1: guys do leg splits uh, on but the same day i don't know yeah. i mean uh, i would always uh you see uh you did the two days on one off i was actually doing six days uh straight to workouts a day pretty much uh but uh to answer your diet question uh i think that a lot of people uh under eat you know nowadays under eat under train <laughs> you know so uh, i i'm talking about maximization and you're a perfect example i mean you push your body to absolute limit uh, i do remember even seeing you sometimes in the guest posings, and you would show up at the guest posing just like a contest shape you know
0: i don't know whether well, i was I competing twice a year probably yeah. those years too but it, no, yeah. I always had abs and leg cuts, yeah. so I mean looked a little better. I wasn't always in, you know, the best the best of shape, but yeah. and I didn't compete as many times as you. I mean you mentioned yeah. you did, did You didn't need to. You know
1: uh, for for me it was uh <laughs> every every uh What do you I regret with your
0: career? whether it's competitive or yeah.
1: um the biggest regret is for me using a Sintol in my arms. You know, that's Tell uh,
0: me why you did that.
1: Okay. Up until uh ninety seven, I mean I was told many times, Oh Milos with the bigger arms you would have a chance, right? And we were using Esseclin uh back in the day, but then you know, it's it was n- you not available get it anymore, anymore, right? Yeah. And then uh, uh Kerry Case came ninety seven Olympia. Remember Flex was supposed to beat uh, uh Dorian Yates mm-hmm. and then he pulled out of the show two weeks out. And uh Caddy was looking for him and didn't find him. So he said, Miloš, can you please give this to Flex? Because he had to go back to England. And so yeah. there was like 12 bottles of something. I said, what is it? And he says, Sintol. And uh, you inject this in the small body parts. And I said, oh, wow. You know, can I check it? Can you get me some? I said, just take half. So you know, of course, I started. And then uh, initially, I was getting great results with that one. I don't want to say great results because I, I never want to encourage anybody to do it. I really hate, I think it's, uh, it's biggest a biggest mistake biggest you made. Biggest yeah. mistake, yeah. So, But, uh, you know, uh, I got my arms to 22 and a half inches, like, oh, <laughs> you know, shit. You know, So I was swollen, but it changed the shape, anatomy. And uh, then uh, I ran out of that one. So somebody else gave me from South uh, uh, Africa. And uh, that probably had some silicone in it. And then it, it just really, it was super hard to push anyway. And then I realized like there was like, it's fibrotic tissue, necrotic. And then you touched my arms and it was like, oh my God, it's dead to a door. So when you sell your, so- your soul to the devil, you get a uh, result. And then devil comes and claims it. So the bigger arms that I had for a year... Yeah, they know, it looked
0: ridiculous at one yeah. of the shows yeah. I saw. Like they would just look swollen, you know. Like a bricks. I mean, yeah. it's
1: embarrassing. Uh, I'm, you know,
0: but it ruined your kind of ruined your career. So that's Completely. why went, in 06, when you were going to come back and compete, mm-hmm. now you already had damaged the arms at this point. So you were a little concerned about that. Yeah,
1: it, it would be visible, but uh, by 2006, kind of, uh, you know, I, I could pull it off. You know, specifically posing if I if I put the forearm close to the biceps, you know, not uh, away. Uh to 99 and uh, the Night of Champions, it looked ridiculous. I don't
0: think anyone really uses it at the top level. Do you, Nowadays,
1: right? I, you know, every time when I coach somebody, I, I tell them you have to give me your previous diet, previous cycle, yeah. what you're doing right now. And many still
0: like to use it. I'm shocked. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I you know, because people ask me about it, and I'm like, dude, no one uses that. Like Ronnie and I, like yeah, we yeah. never met. Like that wasn't needed, right? I mean, if you had... Like I was always like I wanted to have the strike like this you know, I have a split still in my biceps, you yeah. know, obviously this one's torn a little bit, but yeah. Like that was the whole thing. It's like I wanted to have arms like Robbie Robinson and Yeah, yeah, you know, the bicep peaks.
1: Ronnie Coleman too. I mean he had a this yeah. crazy
0: bicep, yeah. Yeah. But uh, So it never made sense to me and you know, I know there was pumping and pose and all yeah. these other things, but was So kind of, they would give you that story binds to the fiber. Yeah, I mean it's
1: not pharmaceutical you know it's uh, you know something made in a lab and uh, this Chris Clark from Germany I mean he contacted me back in that day and gave me all these stories you know how you you know uh, tell me what I want to hear oh it's gonna make it bigger oh yeah it's good okay let me use it without really analyzing and dissecting it and
0: tell me some, the most impressive bodybuilder you've ever seen like you a memory of like who was impressive I mean, you talked about Munzer earlier off exactly. camera. Like, was he unbelievably shredded? He was in really. He was
1: ridiculously shredded. He was like this year around, uh, super dry, and then uh, cross threaded Is
0: that sh- genetics? You think a lot.
1: It could be. I mean, really, I had that uh, Turkish guy. Uh, oh yeah, Humbler, Hamtoum, yeah. Yukutlu, yeah, He was. Always, he was
0: glute, He was the glute guy, glute right? Glute guy,
1: and then shredded lats. But not uh, huge. Not huge. Uh, symmetric. He, he would. He would you know, be okay for classic physique nowadays. Uh, But Munzer was uh, as far as uh, how shredded. Um, Ronnie, I mean, uh, at at one of the uh, interviews, I said that your 2009 uh, could be considered, uh, uh, you in 2009 would beat uh, Ronnie at his best. And I said that publicly, right? But then a lot of people oh, send me the pictures. Okay, I said okay, and then I've seen some of the pictures of Ronnie. I said like okay, <laughs> really, really you, forget, I, you forget, you forget, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you, you
0: know So when you know, because listen, Ronnie like this yeah. from behind was like it was just so perfect, right? The yeah. tie-ins and you yeah. know we forget that Ronnie like had a super small waist and yeah. and uh, you know what do you think causes distension with the bodybuilders? With uh, the uh, uh, with the distended stomachs. W- w- yeah, w- distended stomachs. Well.
1: GH, extensive GH could. Uh, you know, but, you know, listen, you I'll be then,
0: honest. I yeah. mean, I used I used everything yeah, there yeah, was, yeah. um, but I never had it. Yeah. I mean, 99, I had it a little bit. But do you think, like, you think the lack of, like, I think my theory is, like, I train twice a day. A lot of the guys train twice, and I feel a lot of those guys had flat stomachs. Like, they trained more. I think guys nowadays, they don't train as much. They just don't. And they just eat, eat, eat. You know, is it overeating? Is it overeating? Could I don't. Be... I, I disagree with you that it's the GH, gh and the drugs. I mean,
1: gh causes the growth of organs. You know, so uh, yeah.
0: But how much do you have to take, Milos? I know? mean,
1: look, he, even the uh, Flex Wheeler being in the uh, in uh, Germany that one time, he had to pull it off and they, they, uh, put him in the hospital, and they said like, oh, you, you understand your liver, your kidneys, uh, your heart. She so you had to know large story, yeah. Hmm? Yeah, I mean, it, it is growth hormone. It, it does cause that, but. Uh, but uh, certain
2: guys don't have any at all. Is that it genetics? A like a ton of growth. Like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you're a perfect example. And, and you know, uh, I wish uh, I could say that uh, I have the answer. You know, they accuse me of ruining the sport because I brought the insulin, and insulin uh, makes this uh, kind of guy. I used insulin since uh, '93 until 2003, and I didn't have a the standard, right. So, like you say, you don't agree that the uh, GH would do yeah, it. I don't and, think, uh, it's uh, either. I either, think it's insulin either. I think it's.
0: I think you know it's. It, it's a combination of genetics, genetics um and yeah. overeating. Too much. Overeating, yeah.
1: It's quite possible. Yeah.
0: People not training their yeah. midsections, right? Yeah. I feel like like I'll be honest, like when I watched Battle of the Olympias and up and coming, I mean that Mike Quinn might have called your you know, you an ironing boy with abs, but I always watched how you trained your abs, yeah. you know, and what yeah. I noticed you did a lot of hanging leg raises, yeah. right? Because I feel that like that stretches. And yes, like, yeah. the stretching, it's gonna keep that flat. Yeah. Right, if you think about the pose, right, you, I try yeah. to mimic the poses with the training, yeah. right? Yeah. So I would, like, actually hang off a bench when I did my crunches and yeah. hook my my, ankles, my uh, heels to the, a bench, yeah. and I would, you know, do crunches that way so it actually expanded, it pulled yeah. my... Yeah.
1: So that's what I always say to, to Regan and everybody. You stretch yes. and make that gap... It just in contract, between. right, yeah. yeah. And then it, that keeps your stomach flat and uh, it makes it deeper. And, I, I mean, you know that that was your pose against uh, uh, Ronnie, right? So you have to always capitalize. Even standing relax, your ass
2: was always super deep. Yeah. but uh, one, thing, one thing I wanted to bring up, just because you and I have you know, gotten to know you over the last couple months, and you were involved with Victor Conte. Oh, yeah. With the Balco Labs and the project World's Fastest Man and all that. And yeah. I had no idea until you brought it up. Who because, was the World's
0: Fastest Man at that point? And it was Maurice Green. And what? he raced Kevin Leveron. No,
1: no, that, that was uh, oh. uh, Chamberlain. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, Chamberlain. I, I was at the, at that uh, race. I, I had actually videotaped. So Victor Conte contacted me back in, uh, I think it was 97. But if people don't know, Victor Conte yeah, Victor was a guy is...
2: with Balco Labs with Marion Jones and, yeah. and, and Bill he, Romanowski. He had a snack
1: systems. Uh, he is uh, a mineral expert. He is inventor of ZMA, zinc magnesium. Which is a great and product, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's very good. So it's a mineral anabolic formula and all this stuff. And uh, I don't know if you got it at the time, but uh, I got, uh, uh, there was not email, there was a mail, like, oh, yeah, he's Victor Conti. He's doing this uh, research and studies with all the uh, elite athletes, swimmers, track and field, football, you know, and bodybuilders, to do uh, blood test and uh, estimate uh, magnesium and zinc level because he believes that everybody is deficient. So, I even answered to him, like, uh, I'm sure I'm not deficient, right? And uh, I was, uh, wasn't deficient, and that attracted his attention. Like, so what do you do? And then we started talking, and he realized that, uh, you know, I, I, I do a lot of research. And then uh, we struck the friendship, but then we started talking about uh, enhancements, right? Because he works with many athletes. So, at the time, you could use GH specifically and pass any test. You can use insulin and pass any test, EPO, and pass <laughs> any test. So uh, he wanted to apply this to some of the athletes, and everything that I told him worked. So he was like, oh my god, you know, uh, if you continue like this, you can uh, break the world record. So of course, records are to be broken. So so are you interested in to say, yeah, let's break the hardest record. So what would be the hardest or fastest man alive? So even at that time, I told him, Let's pick the, the the person that has uh, no chance. His <laughs> so uh, last name
2: was Montgomery.
1: Uh, that was Montgomery. Tim Montgomery, yeah. Montgomery. I mean, yeah. don't pick uh, somebody that is already, uh, you know, close. Let's, you know, th- in order to see that this would work, pick somebody that uh, is under the on radar. the way down. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so uh, to make long story short, in nine months we broke the record from nine uh, seventy eight to nine seventy seven. Uh, Of course, look, when you uh, look at the Olympic sports, you would always want to believe that everybody is drug-free, everything is, you know, I was like this, uh, I wouldn't want to believe it. Uh, So for Project World Record, there was Tim Montgomery, there was Trevor Graham, who was coach of uh, Marion Jones and uh, Mm -hmm. Tim Montgomery, and there was Charlie Francis, expert in the sprint, did uh, Ben Johnson at the time. He's really phenomenal. So right. he told us so many stories of how many Flo jo, uh, uh, uh Carl Lewis, uh,
2: you know, uh, tested positive. Gave, he, but he failed the, several drug tests. Yeah. Though, like US doctors showed the. the yes. The okay. Documents. So
1: not to talk <laughs> touch the subject too much, <laughs> but here's like everybody's cheating. So I say, I know we can create undetectable steroids. I mean, the, the, the way. It worked then and probably even now, so I hope VADA is not watching. Back then, if you have uh, oxandrolone or oxymethylone or stenazole, it doesn't matter what, they know metabolite they can expect in the blood. But if you take, at the time, norbelotone of that tetrahidrogastrinone, clear, clear, that we called it clear, it's something that was never made anywhere, so there is no metabolite, they can't find it. So we tested with so many athletes. And they went to UCLA lab, and uh, everybody was passing. So if if fifty people are passing Olympic lab test, that means you're you're safe. So that's how you know there was like seventeen Olympic medalists that uh, took it, and and some famous famous baseball player, boxer, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, not to name the names, with the balka scandal, right? That uh, uh, basically undetectable stuff. Could not be detected unless Trevor Graham sent a sample to uh, UCLA, and then now they, they have a metabolite, and now they retested everything, and everybody failed. So the, this is how it goes. I mean, I, I'm
0: So sure there was a whistleblower for yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. You know how
2: it always goes. <laughs> I know the guy that runs WADA now. I think he was an IRS agent. He was the one that was digging through all that stuff too. I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh,
1: but. Yeah. The, the 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 thing is... Uh, there is always way around it, right? Uh, even even to this day, somebody was asking me, you know, to help them. I say I don't want to be right. yeah. <laughs> the last thing that they need. Uh, I the remember on day.
2: ESPN they had this thing called nine nine seven. I think nine seven nine or nine seven one, and it was the eighty eight Seoul Olympics, hmm. and it's when Ben Johnson tested positive, yeah. and every person in that race within three or four years had tested positive in a different different way every single person including carl lewis yeah. so yeah, it's yeah. not like we're making something yeah. up i mean they yeah the, it's us it's the the doping agency showed the documents yes. that he tested yeah. positive for
0: charlie francis told us yeah, yeah.
2: so <laughs> i didn't know if you knew he was uh, yeah. i i knew he i didn't know he knew i Victor.
0: knew he i knew about it you know and uh you know i remember the whole thing you know i remember mm-hmm. when it all went down and of course it was baseball. all national news yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um Tell me about the, the Levron race with the guy. How close did he get to it? <laughs> so, uh, Kevin seemed to do everything, man. Like Ke- he was Kevin
1: is superhuman, yeah. I mean, he is uh, super powerful, as you know. Did I you mean, think he had a shot? Or? No, 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 no. I mean, this is, you know. One of the fastest guys in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's ridiculous to challenge anybody. Okay, if you and I right now go to the UFC uh, octagon with somebody, I mean, it's going to take a microsecond for, you know... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, Unless I can run, you know. But, uh, yeah, not at that level, and and he just smoked him, you know. Kevin would be good for probably average. You and me uh, would probably lose to him.
0: How did they get set up? How did the guy agree to it?
1: Victor Conti, you know, because uh, uh, Kevin is specific. He, he can talk, you know, he <laughs> his story yeah. and, uh, oh, yeah, he he did uh, whatever on 60 meter dash, you know, so he would throw some number that was, oh, comparable. Okay, maybe he has a chance. And because we were working with uh, this guy also, uh, Dre Chamberlain, you know, so he showed up you know they had a photo shoot in my gym doing uh some bench presses and uh squats and stuff like that and then we went to the field and uh, a guy just <laughs> i mean smoke him that there, there was like twice the difference on the 60 meters like
0: yeah yeah i remember seeing the
2: race so what's like one of your fa- like we we haven't really touched on dorian much what's like one of your favorite dorian stories because you competed against him
1: yeah i mean uh, look i trained with dorian first when he came. 91, really, at uh, that night of champions, he was phenomenal. And he
0: was
2: also... That was his pro debut, wasn't it? No, he he well, did Ben
0: Aziza won the show. 90,
1: uh, yeah, 90, night of champions, Ben Aziza won, and he was second. And Ben Aziza beat him on the back, you know, and that, that's something that uh, is unthinkable because uh, uh, Dorian's back is probably... He's the greatest of
0: all time, right? I, w- I would think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, we, we talk about Ronnie Coleman, but there are some pictures when you when you right,
0: I remember yeah. seeing you know yeah. Dorian's back for the first time, and it just like the thickness in the lower lats, yeah. And like it seemed like it came like that much off, like there was a Christmas tree, and like it was just like two shells, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, I went <laughs> when you read all this uh, heavy duty one set warm up and one all out. I mean, I don't know how many people actually believed it. I didn't. I didn't. I can't imagine that this is how you train. I heard it
0: wasn't how he trained, Now, Well, you know... He did a lot of volume, actually, but he would work up to that one set, but he would take a lot of... The weights that you and I would push to get there was his volume.
1: So this is what I was expecting. So uh, he offered, you know, to train with me. When was was this? 95. I was in... uh, After the Olympia, 95, I was in uh, in the Gold Gym Venice training and doing Mm -hmm. legs. And then... uh, Dorian came with uh, Leroy, his training partner, and, oh, was, you know, too bad you training legs, you know, you know, I would train legs with you. I said, well, when are you going to train legs next day? I so said, <laughs> I'm in, you know, because uh-huh. how can you pass? But I said, okay, uh, you know, I'll follow your routine. And uh, he warms up, you know, and, and uh, does, uh, warms up two sets. There was not one, and it goes one set all out, and it was nothing. So I said, like, okay, well, can you please at least try uh, you know one of my favorites? And my favorite was Icarian, it looks like uh what do you call it? hex uh, squat, but it's vertical. The they had at the Venice Golds. It's a hint, it's on a hinge, you step on it and Yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, crazy, crazy. And uh, he he did that, and of course I do this all the time, so I was way stronger than him on that one. He didn't kinda like it because uh, you know, he 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 couldn't do it perfectly. Dorian was very strong and doing everything in perfect form. You have yeah. to give it to him. But uh, after this workout, we trained in the Colosseum Gym a few times and in Birmingham a few times, right? And he was always super low volume. So, uh, I mean, I was kind of uh, the cute skeptic and didn't believe that that's how he trains. For me, it's impossible to go one set warm-up and then all out. Uh, I was terrified I'm going to tear something. Because, okay, uh, I could squat six and a half plates for six reps. What is the first warm up and one plate, two plates, three plates, and then go to six and a half? It just didn't make sense, you know. So, but but that's how he trained. I mean, uh, and he would say, uh, like, why, you know, keep hitting the nail if you can nail it in the, in one hit? I say, no, but uh, you know, one hit you can go too far and uh, and break more than the muscle, right? You can uh, and look at his injuries. Now, when he speaks, he says he wish he did uh, more.
0: Do you? How do you feel about machines versus uh, free weights? Like I like you're training Regan Grimes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Do you tend to do as as much free weights now, or do you focus? We do on mix. Machines?
1: I mean, uh, let let's put it this way, like uh,
0: where are the where are the guys squatting six and a half plates on the squat anymore? Nobody. I know, but that's just you just said. Like, I'm training him, but w- why isn't he doing this? okay he has a little bit knee problems okay so, you know then when uh, when you have to no one but I'm saying no one squats so I'm not just yeah. trying to pinpoint yeah. him but yeah. like dude I built on like squats. the squat yeah, front the squats basics. right yeah but he likes
1: front squats. I don't know if you watched some of the videos, I made him do front squats uh, several times, yeah, I, I managed. you do it on a Smith machine or do you? No, really free weight, but then he said The Smith machine
0: was always better for me, yeah. to be honest. So he
1: he told me that he prefers and I let him do it. For me, it's just, okay, stimulate the muscle. If you close your eyes and you stimulate, and you don't know if it's machine or if it's Smith Mind machine. A muscle connection, yeah. Yeah, and, and you do it, I'm happy if I can reach that failure, control muscle contraction, yeah, but to, to answer this, Am I strictly an old-fashioned guy, uh, heavy-duty, compound exercise, free weights? No, because machines, and some machines are great, make to isolate that primary mover. I said this in a Flex magazine. There was a question there. If you fail on the six repetitions on a bench press or a a chest press machine, which uh, of those two exercises would uh, uh, exhaust your chest muscle more? So I said, machine. Why? Because machine Isolation, is already yeah. made to isolate, you know, to use a stabilizing and naturalizing muscle, secondary muscle groups. So 99 for a road to Olympia, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, my segment, I said like to prove that point, I, I train exclusively on the machines. <laughs> yeah. So you can. I mean, uh, for me, it's just stimulation, the feeling that I have in the muscle. And as I talked to uh, Regan when I trained him, I really want him to be his worst enemy, not his best friend. What does it mean? When uh, he puts the load on a muscle, I want him to slow it down and contract it. So make exercise as, as hard as you can, mm-hmm. not as easy as you can. If you do slow eccentric and just explode on concentric, as Dorian was saying just recently, like, okay, any pressing movement, he says, imagine the spring and then lower it, you know, slowly. And, and explode. Then explode. Yeah. But when you explode, how can you really focus on a a muscle? Uh, I was saying slow concentrics are one of the best stimulating exercises. Many experts disagree. Uh, uh, John Meadows disagreed with me, and I'm very good friends with John Meadows. By the way, today I got the John Meadows' uh, sword from Fouad Abiyad. Thank you very much. Uh, But when he came and trained with me, I said, okay, John, let me uh, show you super slow hack squats. Eccentric, uh, eccentric concentric super slow uh smith machine any uh, shoulder presses incline presses when you purposely go uh, stop yourself and uh, squeeze for eight yeah. seconds oh. uh, slow preacher curls i mean uh, slow concentrics it's a nightmare
0: yeah i, I listen i because i'm i'm sitting here listening to you and i'm like i'm disagreeing that i still think a person needs free weights like to <laughs> develop a, but yes, you, what you say makes yes.
2: makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense um, we talk about that all the time. Where yeah. you just don't see the grainy physique. I don't,
0: of, and, and you know, like I don't like know. Dense. The diet protocols are different. Like people have cheat days now. Mm-hmm. Like I never cheated on my diet. Like even Chris Ocedo does cheat days for the guys. I don't. We yeah. never did. Like it was either more carbs. Or it was just yeah. rotation of whatever. Yeah. Um, but you're not allowed like a cheat meal. Like no, there was 16 weeks of like hell. Right. Yeah. We never cheated, even when you thought, I, oh, I look unbelievable. That was like okay just keep pushing harder right
1: i never cheated ask uh, reagan when he had a cheat meal last was probably in uh, in uh, reno <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah, i don't give him why would i give you stupid calories that can inflame you i give you nutrition i give you more guys but uh, uh on this uh, i love to disagree so would free weights be uh, a base and a fundamental thing yes absolutely but if there were not free weights back in the uh, 40s and 50s and 60s, there was just machines. You don't think they would uh, develop same kind of physics? I mean,
0: uh, anything you can do with free weights, you can replicate in a uh, in machine. Yeah, I just think, you know, I think the core has a lot to do with it. So when you're yeah. focused on using dumbbells or even a barbell and there's that balance yes. thing, I think just internally you can get, I don't know if you, it just, to me, it seems like and this is just my opinion, like yeah. and we can argue yeah. about it all day, but I just think like the ruggedness of the physiques have not, they don't have that same. But Chris, yeah. listen, Phil Heath was unbelievable. He was mostly machines, machines right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some guys never squat. I mean, Paul yeah. DeLette never squatted, right? Yeah, yeah. And his <laughs> legs Dillette were unbelievable. Never <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, I used to get pissed because I see yeah. him do 40, 40 pound dumbbells yeah. and his arms were 23 inches. But yeah. it's the same thing like Chris Cormier. I was so mad before that Ironman. Yeah. I flew into Venice, you know, and he beat us. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh yeah, Chris was eating a Subway sandwich yesterday," yeah. and all I'm like, ways. "What the fuck?" Like, here <laughs> yeah. I am cooking fish at Marina Pacific Hotel, yeah. Yeah. and Cormier's eating a turkey sandwich at, yeah. at you know, it's just, it's <laughs> so, it's so frustrating because it, all the science that we talk about, yeah, like you're the mind, <laughs> but you yeah. know what? It don't matter sometimes,
1: yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's some. Dexter Jackson asked him, "Oh." He never dieted. He, he ate McDonald's, it. but he did have to change yeah. up later. In first his time room. he yeah. dieted and ate a uh, uh, pre-packed meal was last Olympia, but he looked the worst. I mean, really, the first time he was on the bodybuilding diet, he didn't look like a bodybuilder, you know, that we know. So, yeah, some people can get away. and uh, and I, I'm glad that you say you never cheated. I don't cheat. Uh, I had uh, maybe two cheat meals a year. You know, when you really feel like oh, I crave this, so uh, let it happen. But what would be a purpose of giving a uh, Regan or Samson or somebody else? Okay, uh, have it. For Samson, actually, I gave him. Uh, you know, I, I depleted him and then I gave him because it works for him. Right. For Regan, I would much rather save uh, carbs for the, the the high carb day and just load oh. it in the muscle that I want to load it.
2: Yeah. So the Arnold's coming up here next yeah, week yes. and you got two people in the show yeah. and you know, some of the other people give us kind of your is uh, Logan
0: competing also. No, Logan oh, is okay, uh, okay. just
2: uh, focusing on o- Olympia. Yeah. Give uh, us your assessment of the guys, you know, that are doing the show and, wh- yeah. and the two guys you're working with.
1: So uh, Brandon Curry is the biggest favorite to win. Obviously he should win it. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, uh, yeah. If uh, he shows up in the condition, it's going to be very hard to beat. He is a uh, former Mr. Olympia, former uh, Arnold classic champion. He, Push a yeah, big last year. So, yeah. yeah, it's very, very, he is aesthetic. He is take everything. Only thing that he doesn't have a balance upper body, lower body. And uh, if you're nitpicking, uh, if you're really judging, it's okay. Balance is sh- supposed to be a major factor. Sometimes he pulls the, those quads to look decent, but uh, many times he relaxes them. And, uh, if, you know, so some people could challenge him. William Bonyak uh, also. Former champion, second of Olympia, was fading in the last couple of years, right? So uh, I think that he's gonna put it together. Uh, he's thickly muscled, straighted, you know, every bodybuilder is bodybuilder, but he's narrow. So people with better structure and uh, width can overwhelm him in some poses, you know. So this is how I see it. Uh, Steve I, Kuklo. Uh, Steve Kuklo is monster, absolute, uh, what, 285 or something, right? Uh, you Know, uh, he was possibly standing next to you, right? Uh, it's okay. Well, you know, Jay Cutler ish kind of physique, but he couldn't touch you because you had all this quality, you have a more pronounced feet no, taper, right? Yeah, lacks the detail, uh, shallow abs, uh, not really separated and strided. He could get hard, but. You know, the, the hardness without separation doesn't appear so good. So you have to be super dry and hard to look conditioned. He takes a lot of space, you know, so he can look big, competitive in every pose, side chest, side triceps, yeah. uh, big arms, uh, big legs, big calves. He could, he's going to be competitive, but for me, I'm just, it's not the wow factor. This is a physique that, wow, we want to represent. He was second after prejudging last year, contesting for a title. Like you said before the show, you know, maybe uh, everybody's sleeping on him. He can show it up and, and mess uh, a lot of people up. He could. Uh, what about Cedric? Cedric is not competing, you know. No, oh, he's done. Yeah, yeah. he's not competing. I and, that. and I really think that, uh, you know, you could see from beautiful V-taper and, and shapely uh, monster that he was, now he's becoming, you know, age is catching up if you look at the book of physiology uh, 20 years old 30 years 20 years old 30 years old 40 years old 50 years old physiology changes and it's visible for him his waist got thicker legs got smaller so i don't think that the cedric could be competitive i think this is why he pulled out there's not official reason why he pulled out i don't know yeah, so now... So you what got two guys in the show. My, uh, what
0: about the butcher, though? Let's talk yeah. about the butcher. Okay,
1: the... the uh, Brad, Brad Wilkins, Wilkins, yeah. Tremendous. I mean, uh, he made a great improvements. Uh, I said before in some of the uh, shows that he kind of reminds me of my physique. I mean, uh, he has... A, uh, we have a similarity. So, of course, if I say that he is similar to me, I have to like him, right? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I do. you know, he has a very good uh, aesthetic upper body. Uh, everything is there. Yeah, legs are still not that uh, sweeping, quads and uh, crazy separation. He's gonna be very competitive. I know that he is confident he can win and and, uh, give uh, people a run for the money, Uh, but uh, so are my guys as well. And, And I think, as I said before, differences are very small. So if somebody comes peaked, super full, super dry, and then has a structure, oh, now we are becoming competitive justin rodriguez yeah very good improved crazy front double biceps back double biceps yeah uh good structure you know and and uh, everything it just when you compare to the super shapely aesthetic guys you know he's still not there and when you compare to the real monsters he's still not there but he's getting in very good condition he's going to be Contender, he was fourth last year, so he's going to be a major contender. to be in that
2: top five. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. And uh, when I say top five, anybody can beat anybody. Now, uh, Samson, uh, the dude that I train, I uh, prepared him for five shows. In all five shows, he was in tremendous shape. He contacted me after John Meadows died, and uh, John was preparing him, and he says, "Can you help me out because he was lost." And I did, and uh, and we did uh, very. You know, sometimes you take uh, risks, and sometimes you play safe. With him, I said, "We're gonna play safe," and we're playing safe. And uh, all five shows, I, I think he could have won three out of five easily. Uh, he didn't, but he looked very competitive. He's bigger, uh, fuller, and more conditioned already two weeks out now than any other show. They say he has resemblance of Phil Heath and Sean Roden and Flex Wheeler. I mean, he has that aesthetic bodybuilder, uh, old-school Serge Nubre, but bigger, right? Mm-hmm. He believes he can win, and uh, he's going to
2: that show with that intention. He's someone that knows nobody's talking about him at all. Yeah, it's hopefully a, it's, it motivates it,
1: him. It's a dark horse. I mean, a couple of people see him, uh, Nick Trigili <laughs> and uh, Nick... Who's that? Girl. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> one of the <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> yeah, uh, So uh, Regan, I mean, uh, they, they would always say that I would be biased towards my uh, competitors. I was a big fan of uh, Regan's physique from uh, you know first time I saw him. Yeah. And uh, you know, like you said, if he puts enough muscle, he's going to be very hard to beat. He is as, as aesthetic as you can be, uh, tall, wide, Round shoulders, crazy backs, striations, top to bottom, uh, hamstring glutes, you know, ridiculous. You know, he needed a little bit uh, bigger legs, a little bit fuller chest, a little bit bigger, better peak on the, on the biceps. So, can Regan beat them in size department? No. Uh, aesthetically, right away, I think he aesthetically wins as a just aesthetic uh, standpoint. Condition has to be uh, great to be competitive. I mean, he can be top three, he can be out of top five. You know, this is uh, very easy, you know, what judges decide to do. So I think we all want to see him uh, bigger on the stage and fuller and uh, in addition. So that's the plan. You're going to see him on Friday. Uh, I'm curious what you're going to
2: think. No, I'm yeah. just thinking about after the Olympia when Regan and I were downstairs chatting. Yeah. and He's like, you know who should I work with, blah blah blah. And I messaged Milos and I said, "Hey, uh, I got someone that that, that I think you uh, would like to work with." And he was just like, "Oh, I'm still here. Who?" And I said, "Regan." He's like, "Where are you at? I'll be there in, yeah, in 15 I minutes." Mean, uh, <laughs> he came immediately. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, he's uh, of course type of physique. You you wanna you wanna see him excel. And I I pay close attention to the details, right? And uh, I wish I had uh, more time. Unfortunately, in uh, Christmas time, we got the COVID. Yeah, and he
2: because he, uh, he was staying with me then still. Yeah. he didn't. He was. He just laid in bed for days. Yeah, and couldn't uh, get food down. Nothing.
1: And that that's uh, that affected the preparation. So he's not uh, maybe as improved in size department, but as of this morning, he's two sixty two point five. He's 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 yeah. going to be bigger than he was at the Olympia yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we just need to. And he has uh, that quality, right? So uh, as long as his chest is full, I mean, muscle that determines how he looks for him, it's not shoulders, it's not back, because it's always there, right? It's chest. You know how many people, they have that one critical muscle that has to be there, uh, and, and usually it's chest. So for him, yeah, his chest has to be full, stomach is super small, you know, deep abs, strided uh, glutes,
2: strided back, hamstring, and then uh, separated quads. I told Regan five years ago when I started working with him, mm-hmm. when you're 30 will be yeah. battling to win the Olympia. Yeah, and I mean, and he's a year and a half off.
1: That's that's kind of the project. Of course, you don't want to think three years from now. You want to think of, uh, of course, know, two yeah, weeks yeah. from now. And uh, this is a super competitive lineup. What is going to happen? You know? But uh, being in that first call out and then maybe being moved around and being compared, you see, aesthetically, yeah, he should stand next to Brandon Curry. Of course, you know. So if uh, he's uh, Full and, and dry, you know, can he beat him? I, I don't know, but he's going to give him run for the money.
0: Well, yeah, we look forward to it. To it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Listen, we appreciate you coming on, man. I know it's <laughs> been a lengthy one, but yeah. and li- listen, a lot of people are going to want to try to find you. Where can they locate you? Yeah, uh,
1: social media, Instagram is the best, right? I mean, uh, that's uh, the easiest way to find me. And uh, pretty much, if you put uh, shotchev at anything, gmail, Hotmail iCloud, you know, I prefer iCloud.com, but, uh, you know, if and you you're still those, taking
0: on clients and you work with not just athletes or
1: uh, just uh, just uh, bodybuilders, yeah. Okay. I, I don't have a time now, especially with the recent success of my athletes. Yeah, I, you know, you, there's just so many hours in a day. You can't right. can do everyone, but uh, everybody's super serious that they really want to uh, excel. I like to work Coming
0: back, the Masters Olympia is coming back, you know. Yeah, there's no Would way. you it, like to
2: see on stage? I, <laughs> I, yeah, it, I, I want to say, no, 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 no. No, you're three <laughs> yeah, for four. I think J.D.'s needs <laughs> yeah, this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what oh. though? But the two of you guys, you guys should maybe this Friday we should have a pose down. Has
0: there ever been a? He's gonna he's gonna crank up the insulin. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Eddie. <laughs> <at 10> <laughs> has there ever ever been a successful comeback? You? No, no, no. I mean, look, uh, uh,
1: the the greatest comeback in the history of bodybuilding would be. Female, Juliet Bergman, that 17 years after she competed and never won the Olympia, won. came back and won. That, what that's, about Arnold's that's comeback? Uh, Arnold's come back? yeah, after five years. I mean, yeah, he looked good, but I don't think he deserved to win that one. It's just Arnold, you know, 1980. I mean, uh, his legs were considerably down and, uh, you know. There's uh, a
2: couple. Uh, Jenny Worth came back. Yeah, I, I,
1: I, I prepared her. You yeah,
2: did? Yeah, yeah I did. She did because yeah, she's a feature on the channel. Yeah. She took what? Probably 15 years off, right? Yeah, but
0: I'm saying, yeah. I want to talk about, yeah. like, like Mr. Olympia. Mr. Olympia. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, who made the uh,
1: greatest guy Not, like,
0: after a time off. Like, Phil Heath, could he come back and compete right now?
1: You see, I thought that uh, two thousand twenty when he was coming back, that he's going to yeah. put it together, but then you could see. I, I think, really, uh, after age of 40, no matter what we think, uh, you know, body is not the same. I you know, know. Uh, yeah whatever you can get away with. I mean, when you were a teenager in early twenties, you know, everything early thirties, yeah. everything worked uh, and injuries and, and the
2: physiological changes. Uh, yeah. If I, if I, I honestly thought Phil was going to do the Arnold this year, I was waiting for that to come out because I, I mean, look, his last time on stage, he was top three. I mean, yeah, it was a gift also. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there was a gift.
1: It's great bodybuilder. I mean, uh, let's one, of, face the best, it's one yeah. of the best. Yeah. Sure. But, uh, you know the, the stomach uh, is so distracting. How can you hide it? Any front poses, any know, pose, yeah. Yeah, you you can. So there is front relax, front left spread, front double biceps, uh, uh, most muscular and ab shot. There's way too many poses that you can't get away with it. So yeah, he would not be competitive. I think that uh, just like Ronnie came back 2007, even uh, <laughs> it was sad to see him. You know, it is yeah. a time to uh, go 2007 uh i was interviewed and i said this that uh, ronnie shouldn't have compete i think that he tried it 2008 too right
2: no. yeah 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 uh, i don't know no. uh, yeah, he, I, don't, I don't think there's ever been anyone that's really successful I'd love to see
0: i'm i'm excited to see uh but um you know we appreciate you coming on man. yes thank you thank and you for the uh, opportunity i mean
1: uh you know we get together all the time yeah and uh jay you're, you're, you're love not to come available over for
0: dinner i hear you're uh I hear your sushi with the torch.
1: Yeah, yeah we really. So. Yeah, we watch fights and it, at it, a, house. the yeah. UFC.
0: You don't watch UFC as not much. Not as much. You know. Not, as much
2: not so, every yeah. week. We know. go there, and we and for some reason, Betty can make the salmon perfect. And if we try to make it home the same way, it's, it's same terrible. Way. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. They got he's got these flames and stuff, and it's it's like it's, well,
1: that he's uh, getting into one, the culture, you know. Yeah. One one question that I have for you is: you asked me the same. Who is the most impressive bodybuilder you've seen? Dorian Yates. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? No, I'm gonna lie. Lee Priest. Are you serious? Lee Priest off season when I was when I saw him for the first time was unbelievable. But Dorian Yates, I guess, posed in Hawaii with him and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I saw him, you know, in ninety five compete. Yeah. Uh at the Olympia and I I never understood why he won till I actually watched the show and realized ninety yeah. five? Yeah, and then Narsa was third that year. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. year ninety five. I was in the front
1: row and uh Dorian's condition was off the chart. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. But let's, uh, now this is very interesting. Do you think his quads and hamstring, I mean, uh, not c- calves are phenomenal, his quads, hamstring, no, his arm, abs, yeah. abs, uh, shoulders, biceps, triceps, uh top 10 in the world.
0: No, no, I mean, no, but it's just, I think the combination of like, I thought he deservingly won that. Yeah. I mean, so it's but looking at pictures is a lot different from being there in person, but he was very, yeah. in, like the, the yeah. lats. And
1: so I, I said this, uh, Lee priest
0: don't. is probably the most muscular, like he was, crazy Man. when i saw him for the first time when he was a kid Man. he was like 21 i mean uh,
1: i see him compete first time i, I competed in the same mr universe yeah when he came a uh, 17 years old he guest posed with his mother as a as a mixed pairs but uh just to conclude with dorian uh dorian has a weak but i mean relatively weak body parts yeah yeah but every mandatory pose he looks great yeah you know so yeah i have to give it to him said, okay i talk about uh, he doesn't have quads Mm, but they look pretty good. Yeah, Doesn't have arms, but look pretty good. But really, when you analyze best arms of all time, he wouldn't be top 10. Oh, no. Best shoulders, best chest, best uh, abs, many things. He had crazy back, crazy uh, calves, but crazy conditioning. And uh, I mean, he, d- he dominated in the hardest era. I mean, he was beating Flex and Sean and Kevin and uh, Nasser and all these guys. So See, do, you, do you right.
2: think when Ronnie came to his peak that Dorian would have beat him?
1: I, I, don't I, I think that
2: uh, Ronnie 98 would beat uh, any version
1: of uh, you know uh, Dorian. 98 first uh, Olympia when he was super shredded. Yeah, I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, that, uh, when I talked to uh, Ronnie on his podcast, he agreed that 98 is his best ever. See, I thought yeah. 01
2: Arnold was his best. Yeah, you know, yeah, and he was many under 250. Said yeah. Many
1: people say that, but uh, uh, he agrees. We all
0: seem to hit like that one time. One time.
1: You you hit it many
0: times. Yeah, but it, there was, you know, like we – I mean, it's hard to pinpoint it, but – So
1: you say 2002 on a classic, okay? Because I have yeah, to yeah. – because I, I asked uh, Kevin and Ronnie, he says 93, Night of Champions. He was small. That's his favorite. So You know, that, you know what's funny? I was actually
2: at that iconic guest posing that Jay and Ronnie had when yeah. you jumped on – when he jumped on your uh, back. His back? Yeah. Oh, I, was was great, yeah. I was up there. Pittsburgh. I was – no, it was in uh, oh, New ben York. Oh, yeah, It was yeah. Steve's. It was in New York City. And I was up there, I was working in the music industry, and I had a <laughs> meeting with Sylvia Rohn at Universal. Uh-huh. And you messaged me, you're like, I'm in New York. I'm like, oh, I'm in New York too. Yeah, yeah. And I went over there, and you, you had a little spot on the outside, uh-huh. and you, then you went on guest pose, and you and Ronnie came out, and he had his sunglasses on, and his big boots, and yeah. then you jumped on his back, and it was, and I think Victor Martinez was in the crowd, yeah. I think he came up. Yeah. I, I remember those things, and That's I remember nice. seeing what these guys look like off season, yeah. and they just look, didn't look like real human beings.
1: No, but uh, I'm glad that I have a uh, Jack Cutler, 2002 Arnold Classic. 90, okay, uh, I asked Flex Wheeler what was his best. What do you think? 93 uh, Arnold. That's what I would think, yeah, because I love that. He says 99 uh, uh, British Grand Prix. That He says, like, even Ronnie, like, suggested that he could have beat him. Uh, he couldn't beat him. I mean, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. 93 when he was, like, 218 he or was whatever. The, peeled, he, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. fist aesthetic. And yeah. Narrow, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was. Probably uh, the best physique of all time, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, listen, man, we okay. appreciate it so thank much, Thank you so man, much for coming and, on. Uh,
1: thank you, guys. I uh, appreciate it. Thank and, you. Uh, we
0: can do it again when. Uh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah.